Hello, everybody. Welcome to <clears throat> Clockwork Cantina episode 40 or zero. Holy cow. The big 4 0. Hello, big, everyone. Big, big 4 0. <clears throat> I am one of your hosts, Josh902, and this is uh, our other host. And I'm DT3. Hello, everyone. Hope everyone is having a okay day, a good day, I hope. Uh, out there, um, yeah, man, um, been a been a week, huh? Yeah, it's been uh, it's been certainly, yeah. Uh, today's topic we're gonna talk about uh, games we want remade in our second half. I know I have a little, I have some together. I know Daniel has some together because we were chatting about it last night before. Yeah, bed. I uh. I have like two basically I have like two sections. I have like a section or I got a few of like games that I have played that I want remade and then I got like some that I have not played but if they were remade I would like absolutely play, you know. Yep, yeah, I'm kind of the same. I uh That's kind of that's kind of how my split up. I look forward to see if we have any that that are Similar or, or yeah. the exact same, even. Same, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, 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 I'm gonna be curious about that as well. You know, it's gonna be, it's gonna be interesting, man. It's gonna be, interesting. it's gonna be a fun one. Yeah, and I really hope, uh, I really hope that I have some stuff on here, and I hope Daniel does too. Has some things on here where I'm just like, I have never heard of this. I'm gonna check it out. I want that to be a thing. Right? <laughs> so, yeah, it, it'll be uh, fun, man. I, that's always like some of the best stuff right there. It's like, what is that? Oh shit, that's cool as hell. That's you know? cool. Yeah, I don't like, I don't remember that. That's great. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Um. Yeah, let's get started. What have you been up to this past week, my my friend? What you watching, uh, seeing? I do. I've I've shit. I've been playing and watching a bunch of stuff. I uh uh. There was a Minecraft server set up, so I've been playing on that with you know a bunch of friends and whatnot. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been playing some Overwatch. Played some Overwatch on stream. Made some more progress in Chimera Squad. Still not done with the damn game yet, but I think I'm close. I'm like real close, I think. Uh, it's got, it seems to get a lot of meat to it <laughs> that you've been playing. Yeah, man. I haven't yeah, played it too much. A of, there's a lot of missions, man. I'm, I'm just I'm trying to I'm trying to beat it and get through it now, man. Uh, but yeah, I've been playing that. Uh, I've watched a bunch of movies again. I watched Little Women. I watched uh, Marriage Story. I watched Uncut Gems, which holy shit, that movie, dude. I watched Under the Skin, which has a lot of naked Scarlett Johansson. Oh, damn. Uh, and then I watched uh, the new episode of the Mandalorian uh, Gallery documentary, which is really good. Uh, they have Werner Herzog going, uh, talking about how heartbreakingly beautiful the baby was. <laughs> like, it, it's, it's great. That whole th his whole part is, is fantastic in that. And then I, oh, uh, there's there's somebody who just started the Clone Wars for the first time, so I was watching a few episodes with them, and that was pretty cool. Going through it from the beginning, it's 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 so crazy looking at like how different the animation was early on compared to like the newest season. Like the newest season, the animation is like phenomenal, and then looking back on season one, like it's not terrible in season one, but it's like man, you can tell like the difference, dude, from like season one to like season seven. It's 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 wild. Yeah, but but yeah, that's pretty much all I've been up to uh, this past week. Um, yeah, man, just watching stuff, playing stuff. You know, you know how it goes. Yeah, I uh, I haven't watched anything this week. I have played um, some World of Warcraft. 
a lot of it actually. Um, which I've just been, you know, just doing stuff with my main character. Doing, I didn't raid Tuesday. Uh, well, I guess we could just talk about it. I went. I ended up going to the um, hospital Tuesday night. I had. I woke up from a nap and had chest pains, like right here, right on the on the left side of the chest. And I, I tried to think, oh, this will go away, and it wasn't going away. So I ended up going to the hospital. I had my, I walked up to my parents' house and they they drove me, and to get checked out, which they won't let you in the hospital. By the way, they won't let anybody in with you. It's just you because of all the Rona shit going on. Yeah. Uh, they check your temperature at the door and then they took me right back and gave me like an EKG and they're like, hey, your heart's fine, but we're worried about your blood pressure. And they took X-rays too because they want to take X-ray of everything that's up in your upper chest area. And the reason yeah. I ended up having to stay for like three hours is. When they looked at the x-ray, it showed my lungs as cloudy, and um, that scared them. It made them think that I had pneumonia, or the start of pneumonia. Uh, yep. So I'm having to take these uh, antibiotics that I have right here. Um, so they did some tests. I th See, what I was thinking was, oh my god, heart attack. What they were thinking was, oh my god, he's got the Rona and has pneumonia. <laughs> Which I didn't realize until I got home. I was like, we were thinking two completely different things, and I didn't even realize it. Yeah, man. Um, uh, but it turns out everything is okay, mostly. Um, but my it's blood good. pressure, my blood pressure was really high because I had, I had an anxiety-like attack <laughs> when this was happening, as you would when something like this is going on, I guess. Yeah. Um, so they gave me some nitroglycerin, by the way, which is a trip. This stuff is like. It feel you hold it under your tongue and it dissolves. It's just a little. It's just a little pellet. It's like really small. It's like really tiny, and and you you literally feel yourself get lightheaded because it's bringing your blood pressure down so quickly. Um, it's weird. It's trippy. Um. <laughs> uh, so after three hours at the hospital, I come home, and I ended up going to bed early. And then, and then the rest of the week has just felt weird ever since that happened. You know. It's like, did that even really happen? It's just weird. Strange. Strange thing. Uh, but yeah, I've been taking my antibiotics. I gotta take one more tomorrow, and then I'll be done with done with those. Cool, man. Um, what, an, what an experience that was. Not very fun. Yeah, well, I don't well fortunately, uh, fortunately, everything turned out all right, man. That's, that's yeah. good, good stuff. For, that's good news right there. Yeah, yeah until I get the hospital bill and really have a heart attack. Um, <laughs> yeah. right. uh, if you can't laugh at it. What can you do? Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, luckily Daniel is not going to have to take over Clockwork Cantina all on his own. I'm still alive and kicking. <laughs> um, uh, which I would want you to carry on, by the way, just in case something ever happened. I want you to do it in remembrance of your boy. Um, uh, but no, um, everything everything turned out okay. It's turning out okay. and But I will say... Uh, Never take chances. If you get if you get like scared or something's going on and you're like, you know, I should really probably go get this checked. Go do it. I did. Even if it turned out to be nothing and I felt foolish, I don't give a fuck. I'm alive. <laughs> That's all that yeah. matters. So, uh, yeah. I may have felt like a fool, but I'm a live fool, damn it. Um, <laughs> exactly, man. Yeah, for sure. Other than that, uh, not 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 too much in. Uh, in the gaming stuff. I tried out Old World, which some of you know I bought on... See, Epic Game Store's having this sale. I think we've talked about it previously, but I'll mention it again just in case. Where, mm -hmm. 
You buy something with a and, they, and you have a ten dollar coupon. Um, and so you can, if it's over fourteen ninety nine, you get five, ten dollars off. Uh, you can use the coupon on it. And I bought a couple things a while back. I haven't played them yet, but I tried out. I tried out um, Old World for one thing, uh, which is kind of like a. If, actually, let me pull up a little trailer for you, and we'll we'll play that while we talk about it. How about that? All right. Um, Might old, as well, right? Old World. We saw this at E3 last year. I want to say. We saw it somewhere. I remember that. I don't remember exactly where it was at, but that's a walkthrough trailer. It's actually show gameplay. There's an actual trailer for this. But we'll we'll play the walkthrough. Fine. Um, so the basic, uh, gameplay of it is that it's kind of like Civ. It's a lot like Civ. Mm -hmm. Um, which, as you, as you see this map here, it looks very much like Civ. Um, but it also takes some of the best things of, from the Total War games, and mm -hmm. some of the best things from, um, Crusader Kings. So, for example, you don't just, you start off picking a leader, like, like in Civ, right? And they all have these little, little things. However, your leaders get old and die after around 30 turns. And you, have, you get married and you have kids, and then your kids kind of take over. Um, and they get traits and get trained depending on how you tutor them, which there are tutors, which are, I think, I want to say is from Crusader Kings, so if there's a thing where you can have tutors, I can't remember exactly. I think that's a Crusader Kings thing. Um, I'm having a lot of fun with it. It's still, it's in early access, I should say that. Um, so it's still getting changes and things to it, but I've had a lot of fun, and, and with the little few hours that I played of it, I, I figured I'd, I'd mention it and show it. Um, I it, it kind of does the things I like, which I, I like kind of like the idea of having a dynasty. I like the idea of having like little mini quests and event things pop up uh, in the gameplay and, and have to make decisions that can change things. So those are a lot of fun. I always like those. They always things like that bring me back to the game more. And I also like that your kids age up, and they also get their own uh, <laughs> little avatar pictures, as they do. Um, oh, damn, look at that. It's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Um, I look forward to playing it some more. I look forward to playing it when it's completely done. But uh, so far, I recommend checking it out if you're into a Civ game, because uh, it's basically Civ with more stuff on it. I mean, look, the UI alone looks is like it's copy-pasted. Like, almost, it's almost the exact same. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh yeah, kids going to taverns and and fucking starting bar yeah. fights or whatever. Yeah, my my uh, <laughs> I played last night and I, I, we were we were sitting in voice chat and I was like, I had my thirteen year old kid got killed in a tavern, got hit by a vase or something and bled to death and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's some savage shit, dude. Yeah, dude, dude, it was not fucked up. No bueno. Um. I did the tutorial um, for moving on. By the way, I did the tutorial for Outward. Um, just the tutorial. I haven't actually oh, okay. started the main game yet, um, so I'm not gonna talk about it a whole lot. I am gonna play the trailer while we talk about it, though. Um, uh, 
It feels very Dark Souls, I'll give it that. I, I've actually not watched anybody play this, by the way, other than, like, snippets here and there. Um, but I think I'll actually like it once I actually start playing the game. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, that, one, that one definitely looks like something that I would enjoy, too. Yeah, yeah, and this is, this is co-op, I think, so you can, like, get two people to play. Look at that sword, that looks cool. That actually looks really pretty. Um, but, yeah. I did play some Outward. Just a tutorial, though. And there's a lot of game systems in it. <laughs> so. You have to make camps. You gotta... The one thing I don't like is you gotta repair... You can repair... Well, at least you can repair your gear. Your gear has durability and it can break, which I don't usually like in games, but... Um... But as long as you don't have to get, like, a whole bunch of crap to repair your gear, I don't really care that much. Right. Uh, you can only carry so much stuff in your backpack, and your backpacks carry... Uh, um affect how you do in combat so when you start a fight it's a good idea to drop your backpack which you can do you like drop it and then immediately start fighting it's funny you, you like reach back and undo a snap and it falls off like in a fucking action movie for somebody gets their ass whooped you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah i look forward to checking this out and i might check this out on stream on yeah, on yeah it, look, it looks cool man yeah definitely um, it's pretty neat so I lied when I said I've only played WoW this week. So that's not true. I have played a little bit more. <laughs> but, but WoW has been my main focus. Although I think I'm going to... not. I, I think I'm going to put a little less focus on WoW because there's not a whole lot to do um, yeah. other than raid. And, and we're clearing raids in two days now instead of the usual three. Um, and I think the guild is going to be going on a raid break soon-ish. I'll still play it and level up alts and stuff. But other than that... Uh, I'm not going to be spending a whole lot of time on there. There's other things I want to play. Yeah, um, man, there's there's a lot there's a lot to play, man. Yep. There's so much. And then there's like obviously more stuff coming out all the time, dude. It's like, damn. Yep. It's crazy. Yep. Um The other thing is I'm looking into getting a new PC. I don't know. I I've been having a debate on if I want to build it, which I don't really have the room for to be honest. I was thinking about this yesterday. I was like, I don't really have the space. And you're sitting here like, Josh, how much space do you need? Well, I actually need more than what I have, which is very little uh, space to build a new PC. Um, <laughs> um, so I may just do what I did before and just buy one straight up and eat the cost on it. Uh, and we'll see. I don't know for sure if I'm going to do that. I do want to get a capture card in it. I know that. I want to get a stream deck and all that stuff as well. And go, yeah, go all out. Go all out because... A stream deck would be super helpful because of all the production. Yeah, and stuff. It, it would be. Yeah, sorry, that's what I, I keep telling you that a stream deck for you would be really useful. I want to get one for myself as well eventually, but I feel like yeah, for the stuff that you do, I feel like it would be really useful for for you in particular. Yeah. yeah um, as well as I really want to redo the the OBS settings and all that stuff I have set up, uh, yeah. and kind of just completely rework everything, uh, which. Yeah, I hope I would be able to do within time of a show. <laughs> um, we'd have to see. Uh, not, I wouldn't cancel the show. It would just be like we don't have graphics. Deal with it, kind of deal. <laughs> uh, uh. But yeah, that's all. Uh, that's all I've been up to this week. Thinking about the new PC, uh, the new PC, and, and played those games. Cool, cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess that's all we got for our opening segment. We have very much news this week, my friend. Uh, I got more more gaming and movie than TV. TV is not a whole lot. We're gonna. 
our next show. Six. We're going. We're uh, going to have announcements that day. I, th- I believe there's yep. going to be some announcements that day. So maybe we can talk yep. about that as they happen. There, they absolutely will be. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the, the news is coming, especially the gaming news. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But speaking of gaming news, let's just hop right into that, man. Let's yeah. get into it. All right. All right. Ooh. Right. Sorry, I saw. I saw we're, we'll be able to talk about the PS5 on the next podcast because they'll have they have a thing for. Well, let's since you brought it up, let's get into it. I just saw that when I looked at the PlayStation. Yeah. PlayStation tweeted out. Uh, PlayStation tweeted out something uh, yesterday, uh, in the morning time, like early in the morning, uh, that. Basically, it was a little video, short, like a short ten-second video, showing off the uh, dual, sh- the, the I was gonna say DualShock Five. That's not what it's called. The the, the new the new DualSense controller. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it says, "Play PS Five: The Future of Gaming." Join us June fourth at one p.m. Pacific. PlayStation.com/slash/PS Five. Aw. So June fourth, uh, obviously. By next week, we will have seen whatever this is, and we'll be able to talk about it next week. But uh... I have a little bit of an article from the PlayStation blog. Um, it's just short. Okay. Uh, I can read it for you. It says, uh, With each generation from the first PlayStation to PlayStation 4, we aim higher, and we push boundaries further to try and deliver better experiences for our community. This has been the mission of the PlayStation brand for more than 25 years, a mission I have been a part of since nearly the beginning. There are, oh, this is from Jim Ryan, by the way, president and CEO of Sony Interactive Entertainment. I should have started with that. There are a few things as exciting as the launch of a new console. While this road to launch has been a bit different, we are as thrilled as ever to bring you with us on this journey to redefine the future of video games. We've shared technical specifications and shown you the new DualSense wireless controller, but what is a launch without games? That's why I'm excited to share that we'll soon give you a first look at the games you'll be playing after PlayStation 5 launches this holiday. The games coming to PS5 represent the best in the industry from innovative studios that span the globe. Studios both larger and smaller. Those newer and those more established. All have been working hard at work developing games that will showcase the potential of the hardware. The digital showcase will run a bit more than an hour and for... And for the first time, we'll be all together virtually experiencing this excitement together. A lack of physical events has given us an amazing opportunity to think differently and bring you on the journey with us, and hopefully closer than ever before. This is part of our series of PS5 updates, and rest assured, after next week's showcase, we will still have much to share with you. Please join us on Twitch or YouTube on June 4th at 1pm Pacific Time uh, to see what's in store for the next generation of games. I hope we can make you proud, Jim Ryan. So, we're, we're going to be seeing games, son. I am probably... I was thinking about it right now as you were reading all that. I'm probably going to stream that. Hell yeah. So, I don't know I don't know if you want to do like a like a co-stream of that, but I'll, I'll, I'm definitely going to be... I might, I might just hang out that. with you and we can react together and stuff. That might be what we... All right. That's, that's fine with me, man. So, we'll definitely... So we'll be doing that, and then obviously we'll be talking about it on the podcast uh, here next week. So yeah. that'll, be, that'll be fun. 
uh, yeah, I'm excited, man. Oh, I, am, oh, I, I can't wait to see what they come up. Maybe, you know what? Everything on our list is gonna that we're getting remade. It's gonna be on there because we're gonna wheel it into existence. I, I would, <laughs> I will hope so. Man. If, if, if anybody at PlayStation is watching this, mm-hmm. I got some PlayStation games on here that you guys could remake. I got right. some, I got some things on here too. Anyway, we'll get to that a little bit later, but. Yeah. I'm excited for this PlayStation uh, 5, uh, you know, look at the games that they're going to be having here. Yeah. Uh, another thing that I want for the PlayStation 5, this is, like, very minor, but, like, I would love it if they went back to, like, an intro, kind of like to the PS1 days, you know? Mm-hmm. Remember, remember like, when you turn on the PS1 and make that little noise and you see the little, oh, dude, I, I love that shit, man. Here's a, here's a question, so since we're still talking about the PS5. If there was a game... Oh. Is there a game above all others that you just love to see on a launch title? Maybe something that hasn't seen the light of day in a while, hasn't had a sequel in a while, or something like that. Is there anything out there that would do it for you? Ooh, that's that's a really good question, man. Um, I'm trying to think. That is like specifically a PlayStation game, or like just anything. Let's lean toward PlayStation, I guess, since it is the PS. Yeah. All right. So, like a PlayStation franchise that I would love to see come back. That's oh man, that that that's a good question, dude. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think like on the spot here. Cause... I know, I know. It was a question that just popped in my head, and I put you no, on no, it. No, it's it's a good one though. Uh, oh, man, I'm trying to think. Maybe like a, maybe like a. Hmm. I mean, honestly, like I, I would love to see like a. Uh, I, because hmm. I was gonna mention some, but like, like for example, like Med- medieval is 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 like a PS one type deal that I would that, that would be cool if they made more games for. Mm-hmm. They came out with like a remaster of the original one last year for PS four, and I still haven't played it, but uh, I really want to. I will at some point, and then. Uh, Another game that they did like years ago was a like kind of Smash Bros type clone called PlayStation All Stars, which is pretty much like a Smash Bros but with just PlayStation characters. If they did a new version of that, that'd be kind of cool. Um, I'm trying to think, man. Um, there's there's a, there's a few other older ones like like. I, like I was never like huge on twisted metal, but like, what if they did like a new twisted metal, right? Or like, yeah. Uh, or or another franchise that I never really played, but like was huge in the PS3 days was like the Resistance franchise. You know, I never really played those games, but like, I don't know. Uh, Sly Cooper, another one that I never really played, but that would be interesting. I'm not really, yeah, I'm not really sure, man. Like that, that I, I got, have to like think of, I, I have one. to think about that one a little bit more. I got, really... I got, I got one, but it mostly it started on the PlayStation, PlayStation Two. However, there was it did years later come out on the Xbox many years later. Um, but what I'd love to see the return of, and I think you could easily do it nowadays, especially with things like uh, Dark Souls and Sekiro and Ghost of Tsushima coming, which is Tenchu. I don't mm-hmm. know if you ever played the Tenchu games, but they were stealth. Like ninja games, action adventure stealth ninja games that were—I remember them being hard. But then I was really young when I played them, and probably too young to play them, to be honest. Um, where you picked between Rikamaru or Ayame, these two um, 
a ninja. And you'd stealth around and, and murder the fuck out of some samurai dudes. Um, and there hasn't been, like, a new Tenchu since forever. And I would love to see a return of, of Tenchu, personally. Um, if they if they announced something like that and showed it at uh, at this at this um, thing that they're doing, yeah, yeah, and it, it's yeah, from, it's cool. from I mean, software there's... who did Sekiro. So. Yeah, well, I mean, it'd be interesting, you know. So I'm definitely down for some some Tenchu that ever comes around. Yeah, I, I never played those, but I, I know I know you've I know we've talked about those in the past. Yeah, sure. I was a I was a big fan of them back in the day. They were a lot of fun. Mostly, they're just the stealth kill animations were just a, they were so brutal and dope. There was one, I I think they did like a there was a Tenchu two I want to say, and you could play as a character that was a doctor, and they, it would he would literally like rip thrust his hands into a dude's back and break his spine, and they would show like an X-ray of it. Oh my goodness, I remember this so vividly because it was sick <laughs> and super violent. Uh, but yeah, I would love a return of Tenchu. Cool. Which I guess Sekiro is kind of like Tenchu, but not. Uh... Cool, but yeah. cool, cool. I love those off-the-cuff questions out of nowhere. <laughs> And if you, in bonus question, if you want to know what I want for the Xbox, it's a new Fable game. Boom. There you go. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, we can move on to uh, the next thing here, which is speak, continuing with PlayStation. We have the uh, PlayStation Plus uh, games of the month for June. Oh, damn. And uh, the first one is Call of Duty World War II. And then the second one, also a sequel. Star Wars Battlefront 2, both uh, going to be free next month for PlayStation Plus, if you are a member of that. Your FPS on in June. Exactly. There's going to be a lot, of, a lot of FPS, man, both with both Battlefront and uh, Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. If you're into that kind of stuff, uh, I'll probably, personally, I already own, ba- I mean, I bought Battlefront 2 when it came out. Like, I pre-ordered that game. So I already have that, but we'll Call of Duty, like, will I ever play it? Who knows? But it's a free game, so I'll, I'll take it. You know. Is that the one that's got um, Kiefer Sutherland in it? World War Two. Uh, I am not sure. I never. I played that, some of the online for that one, but I never played the story. Because I never played it either. Or is that World? Of... There's so many Call of Duties nowadays. Yeah, I, I no. You're thinking of maybe World at War. Uh, yeah, I think I'm thinking of that one. Which that one I did play. That one was that one that one's that one's from forever ago. No, World War Two is one more recent game. Gotcha. But that tells you how little I've played Call of Duty lately. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. But yeah, those are the two free games uh, for next month, and uh, we can move on to to the next news. Boy. Which is uh, let's let's talk about uh, we were mentioning earlier about how there's going to be a lot of news gaming news next week. So let's talk about uh, some of the big video game events happening this summer uh, without uh, E3 2020 uh, to be to feel you know to be around you know. Mm-hmm. So here we go. Starting in June, from June 6th to the 8th, we have the Gorilla Collective. 
uh, more than a dozen game companies, including Paradox Interactive, Larian Studios, Funcom versus Evil, Coffee Stain Studio, and Coffee Stain Studios are teaming up with Media Indie Exchange and Kind of Funny Games for Guerrilla Collective, a day-long showcase created in collaboration with the PC Gaming Show and the Future Game Show. Uh, the day of reveals and gameplay previews will kick off uh, the Guerrilla Collective Live, hosted by Greg Miller at 10 a.m. PT on six or June 6th. Uh, at 12 p.m. Pacific that same day, uh, the PC Gaming Show will air, followed by the Future Game Show at 2.30 p.m. The whole thing will be broadcast on Twitch. So that's from the 6th to the 8th. Uh, and then the Steam Game Festival from June 9th to the 14th. Uh, Valve is bringing back its Steam Game Festival uh, in what would have been the week of E3, obviously. Uh, And it promises limited-time demos or short playable experiences from upcoming games and a chance to connect with participating developers of those games. Uh, June 11th, we have the EA Play Live. Uh, EA Electronic Arts is turning its annual uh, showcase into a digital event. Uh, EA Play Live broadcast will feature game reveals, updates, community content, and more. Viewers can tune in on Thursday, June 11th at 7 p.m. Uh, Eastern, uh, EA's website. Uh, June 11th, that same day, we have the Cyberpunk 2077 Night City Wire. Uh, the highly anticipated Cyberpunk 2077 will be the focus of the live stream from the CD Project Red. Details are scant, but expect the developer to do another deep dive on the game ahead of its 7th, September 17th release. Uh, June 22nd and July 20th, both of those days, which are like a month apart from each other. Uh, Day of the Devs. Uh, Double Fine Productions, I Am 8-Bit, and the Game Awards creator Jeff Keighley uh, will hold two separate developer showcase events, one on June 22nd and another on July 20th. Both events will be live stream and feature gameplay, news, musical performances. Developers and publishers confirmed to appear include Okupara Games, Annapurna Interactive, The Behemoth, Finji, Kowloon Knights, uh, Longhand Electric, MWM Interactive, Panic, Sabotage Studio, Skybound Games, Team 17, That Game Company, Tribute Games, and Us 2 Games. Uh, June 23rd, New Game Plus Expo. Uh, It's going to bring 14 developers and publishers, many of which are headquartered in Japan, for an event live stream on Twitch on June 23rd from 12 to 7 p.m. Eastern. Confirmed to appear are companies like Sega, uh, Arc System Works, NIS America, SNK, Spike Chunsoft, and Koi Tecmo. Uh, June 24th, Marvel's Avengers War Table Stream. Square Enix and Crystal Dynamics Avengers game is still on track for a September 4th release. And we'll get an update on Marvel's uh, Avengers on June 24th with a dedicated live stream that promises new gameplay and co-op. Uh, Bit Summit Gaiden, June 27th to 28th. Uh, Japanese indie developers Bits, Bit Summit and Kyoto uh, showcase their wares. Uh, so yeah, pretty much they're gonna be showing off their stuff. And then obviously we have a few things in July. Like the Xbox Game Studio Showcase, which is there has no date, but it's you know to be determined. Uh, Ubisoft Forward, which is going to be you know all the Ubisoft stuff. They're going to be showing off things like uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, uh, 
and they're going to give updates on delayed games like Watch Dogs Legion and Rainbow Six Quarantine. Uh, they're expected to have a packed event. Uh, this, this will take place at 3 p.m. Eastern on July 12th. Uh, Evo Online is going to have uh, a tournament July 4th through the August 2nd. Uh, Gamescom is opening uh, on August August 27th. Uh, you know, and Gamescom, as we know, is Germany's like big old gaming convention that they do. Uh, obviously, they will not have a physical event this year because of what's going on. But of course, they'll still be doing it online, like most other things. Uh, and Jeff Keighley will produce the live event, uh, and of course, they'll have reveals and stuff. So that's pretty much what we have looking forward to for the next uh, few months here, from June uh, to August. Uh, any of that uh, sound interesting to you? You're gonna. What, what are you? Mo- what are you most looking forward to out of all that stuff? Uh, probably the cyberpunk thing. Uh, mm-hmm. just because it's, um, not that far away, and I imagine some of the stuff that they're going to be showing will be a little bit far away on, on all those other, um, conferences, or, or conferences, little meetings, virtual, all the virtual events, all the events, I should say. It's so weird yeah. trying to fight the right, uh, words, because <laughs> you're used to E3 being like, the conferences. Uh, but yeah, um, probably the cyberpunk okay. thing the most. Any, what about you? Cool. Uh, for me, it would have to be. I'm, I'm curious about the EA one because there's been rumors that um they're going to announce uh a new Star Wars game called mm-hmm. Project Maverick. Yeah, which the rumor is that it's going to be like a flight sim type thing, but we'll see. You know, but it's called Project Maverick, Star Wars Project Maverick, something like that. So I'm curious about the EA one for something like that. I'm definitely curious about that as well. Um, Cyberpunk obviously was going to be fun. Uh, looking looking forward to seeing how that how that game is. Uh, I wonder if they'll show off uh, the customizable stuff and whatever else they're going to do. Um, Avengers, I'm looking forward to that one too because that's a game that I'm interested in. Uh, Ubisoft one as well, just because I'm curious, you know. I'm I'm interested in some of their games like Valhalla and uh, Watch Dogs Legion. Yeah, I want to hear more about Watch Dogs, man. We haven't that talked about de- it that, that much. Game was, that game was delayed, man, like for so long. Yeah. Right? Like, 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 was it supposed to come out like early this year or something? Like, I, don't, I, don't I think. Like, either way, like I'm looking forward to hearing about more of that. Um, and yeah, and then of course Gamescom is gonna be cool too because I'm always looking forward to like new reveals and all that kind of stuff. So that'll be in August. But yeah, we we, we got a lot of cool interesting things coming on and then obviously we talked about the playstation one coming up here within like some next week you know so that wasn't on this list but i'm looking forward to that one too um moving on uh here's another event that has been canceled blizzcon 2020 rip no longer happening uh you know obviously with everything going on uh yeah. How many? So they say that uh, they 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 announced via blog post that uh, that they're canceling uh, the BlizzCon this year. Um, they had a lot of discussions, and you know, obviously, ultimately, they they 
they ended up uh, canceling it. Uh, my thing is like they're not even going to do like a virtual event or anything like that either. I imagine not. Uh, yeah, I think a lot of anything, their, a lot of ahead. the a lot of the things they do at BlizzCon is are really fan interactive. They have like Q and A's and stuff like that. Um, I imagine the new WoW X Pack's gonna launch possibly before this BlizzCon, or what would have been this BlizzCon, I should say. Um, so I imagine, uh, like, even though they're not gonna have like a, a a virtual thing, there still will be a lot of talking with the. Community. I, I imagine that's probably going to come out either before it or or after it or somewhere in that in that time frame. Um, as far as Diablo and all that other stuff, I have no clue. They they might come out with something since I just announced the uh, cancelization of BlizzCon. They might come out with like, yeah, we're going to do a virtual thing at the end of the year or something later. I'd imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that this is the first BlizzCon that they've canceled since like 2012. They didn't have one in 2012. Oh, so that's like what, crazy. What happened then that they canceled it? I think I don't think it was canceled. I think they just didn't have it. Oh, um, okay. I don't know if they just didn't have a lot of stuff to show off that year or what. I remember I'm not having it, but I don't remember exactly why. <laughs> um. Okay. Also, the tickets for BlizzCon are ridiculous. It has all the prices. <laughs> through each year and it's like they started off at 100 bucks and last year's blizzcon they were 230 and it's climbed every year every blizzcon yikes expansive 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 anyway bye blizzcon no blizzcon nope All right, so here's let's talk about the let's talk about a game that is an older one. Uh, okay, which is like 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 the main topic of today. We're gonna be talking about a lot of older games that uh, you know that are gonna be coming back, or we would like to see come back. But this one is actually coming back. You remember the game Toy Soldiers? I do. That's getting a, a World War II sequel. That sounds cool, actually. Uh yeah man so it it was announced uh, that Toy Soldiers uh is getting a World War Two sequel which the first one was set in obviously World War One uh the trench warfare yeah I remember playing it my nephew loved it my dad played that game oh man so they announced on I believe it was Facebook. Uh, that Toy Soldiers 2 Finest Hour uh, is going to be uh, is going to be coming. Uh, so for those interested in that game, that's going to be uh, they have a, a trailer or anything for that? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know either. I remember hearing the announcement. I don't know if they had a trailer. I don't, I don't think so. I mean, I'll do a quick YouTuber search here and just... Yeah, I, don't, I don't believe so, but uh, yeah. There is, oh here, there's a. Uh... There's like a trailer for a HD version, 
And like the Cold War thing that they had for the oh, Switch. Oh, here. Here. Yeah. Look at look at this. Boom, put it in the chat. A finished hour. Oh, they got like a little uh They have a little video there and then they have like uh They have like some screenshots and stuff. I gotcha. Boy Soldiers 2, the finest hour. Our boys in green are landing on the battlefield. I'm going to give you the voiceover <laughs> because we can't play with them. <laughs> finest hour. Our finest hour. Here we have a armored tank division moving on the beaches of Normandy. Oh my god. <laughs> it's it's trippy. <laughs> it's trippy because they're toys and then it's like, man, that's so dark. That dude's pumping on his chest on the fucking beach. <laughs> you know? Uh, uh. Yeah, man, these these toy soldiers are hardcore, bro. Yeah, they they hard as a motherfucker. I'd play. I'm gonna play that. I'll be honest. I'm probably gonna play this. <laughs> uh, I like the first one a lot. Um, uh, apparently, it's coming to the Switch, the PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. Oh, this is a good Switch game. You could get it on Switch, carry it around with you. Yeah, right. You don't have to. The thing is, you don't have to worry about graphics with this game because I mean, look, I mean, it's toys, right? Like, it's all yeah. a little small. Uh, there's gonna be an HD remake of the original one as well. That's cool. So that's Great and deploy your own scenario. Oh, they got a they got a creator mode. That's cool. So yeah, that's that's something that's uh, coming out. When does it does it say when the HD version coming out on the Switch? Is this is it gonna be like uh, all? I don't believe they said when. Okay, I got you. It's just like, like they're doing. I'm gonna buy that. They're doing a remake for like the 10th anniversary or something, and then like they're, they're coming out with the second game, so we'll see when. But yeah. Uh, moving on. Uh, they announced the newest update for uh, Dead by Daylight. Oh, yes. Or, uh, and here's a little uh, quick little 40 second uh, official trailer for that. Uh, this is going to be interesting because I'll be getting into more about this a little bit later. But yeah, I saw this. They, uh, I know yeah. who it is. Yep. If you don't know, if you're watching this and you don't know who it is, don't just, see. Just, yeah, <laughs> you're going to see. All right. Yeah. So it's you know obviously very dark, very you know. Like like what like, what's going on? Dead by Daylight is usually uh you know. There's your review. No oh boy. It's Dead there by Daylight. Silent So Dead by Daylight is doing a Silent Hill uh crossover. You're getting uh, your pyramid head, yo. Yep, pyramid head is coming along with uh so what what's what Dead by Daylight always does is they always do like um they always do like uh, a killer, uh, a survivor, and then a map. Mm-hmm. So you get a killer, a survivor, and a map. And uh, for this one, obviously they're they're you know collaborating with Silent Hill. The new killer, which they which they call the Executioner, which is which everyone else knows as Pyramid Head, and then the new survivor, uh, Cheryl Mason. And then the map, I believe, is called the Midwich Elementary School. 
If I'm not uh, getting murdered in Right. So yeah. This is uh I, I know there's some people out there who are pretty excited about this. I have never played the Silent Hill games. Same. So there's not much I can dish out on this because I just I just don't know. Like I'm just not like too knowledgeable on it. Like the only thing that I did know was that this dude was Pyramid Head. But other than that, I couldn't tell you shit about Silent Hill or anything. Have you have you ever seen the movie? There's a nope, Silent Hill movie. Yeah, I haven't seen the movie or I haven't played any of the games. So you sh- I, you should watch the first movie. You should group watch it. I think that's you... that's that's what I hear. Yeah, I, I was I was streaming I was streaming like Overwatch last week, and then uh, when this news came out that day, and then we were talking about it, and yeah, they were telling they were telling me that I should uh, at least I should watch the first movie. The second movie's trash. I should at least watch the first one though, uh, yeah. which I which I probably will at some point, but. Uh, uh... The whole reason I've never played them before is they came out in a time where I was too young and, and would not play scary games. I still don't like to play scary games. <laughs> I'll admit it. I'm a 29-year-old man. I still don't like to play scary games, really. Much. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like being scared. Um, I was watching somebody else talk about this, and they were like, man, they need to add Chucky to Dead by Daylight. And I'm like, oh, fuck, no, they don't. Dude, I was saying that, too. I was like, uh-uh. wouldn't, it be, wouldn't that shit be like something if you said a little... A little tiny shit running after you trying to no, kill you, dude. No, dude. Fuck that, dude. That <laughs> would be nuts, man. No. That would be uh, some wild ass shit. Your, your boy will never play that game. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit, you got to play it right now before they add him, dude. <laughs> uh, it's too funny. It's funny. I have to have my day later. I've still never played it. Yeah, it's fine. I only really play it with friends. Like It's, it's yeah. not something I can play on my own because it's just I just can't get into it when I'm alone. But uh, with friends, it's fun. Anyway, there was a state of play for PlayStation. Uh, going back to PlayStation here for The Last of Us Part Two, and it's like a twenty-minute video or something. Uh, so you know, we'll be skipping you can, like, through it. Yeah, yeah, you can like skim through it if you want. I'll be honest, I didn't watch any of it. I haven't either because. I just I just don't really care about this game anymore. Um, but I still figure we talk about it because I know there's people out there who are interested in it. Yeah. And if you and if you haven't seen this, I mean check it out if you're interested in this game. Uh they they released the state of play, I believe, on Wednesday. And it's like a twenty minute video on it. So if, if you know if you're looking forward to this game, then check it out and and, and you know, watch it and all that stuff. Because uh, I'm sure there's a lot in here that 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 you will be interested in. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the game looks good and everything, like graphic-wise and everything. But I just, for me, the 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 story spoilers or leaks that I was spoiled on on Twitter, they just do not have me excited for this game anymore. I feel you. For, personally so uh yeah i just i don't know how much i'm i don't know how much i'm gonna have to say about this but i mean i'll give it it's i'll give it its props and like i think that the the voice actors are are great as always and uh i mean the game like i said graphic wise and and gameplay wise looks pretty fun and good um but i mean yeah my issues with it are story-wise if 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 everything that's out there is true you know so I'm going to this is going to be one of those games that like I'm going to wait to see how about how people feel about it 
and will I ever play it? Who knows? Because uh, if, like I said, if the stuff is true, then I probably won't play it. But like you know, we'll see. I, I yeah, yeah. I've never. I still haven't played the first one, and I, yeah, the first one's the first one's a good game. I think it's still a little like overrated in my opinion. About in terms of how people like go crazy about that game. But I think it's not, I still think it's a good game. I'm, I'm, I'm probably more excited for Ghost than this. Oh, I, I have, I, I'm, more, I'm not invested in this at all, really. Yeah, I'm more excited in for Ghost than like any other game. Yeah. For me. Um, Which you boys still looking? Anybody sees one out there? Like that. Uh, but yeah, that's the state of play for The Last of Us Part Two. If you're interested in the full video, go check it out. It's 20 minutes long on the PlayStation YouTubes. Yes. Check it out. And uh, enjoy that. Okie dokes. Moving on from that. Uh, Borderlands. Two Borderlands games are for free in the Epic Game Store this week. Uh, Borderlands 2 and Borderlands pre-sequel are for free at the Epic Game Store, uh, which is replacing or which replaced uh, Civ 6, which was free last week, and then GTA 5 the week before that. Um, as we know, the Epic Game Store is giving away free games still this year, uh, and uh, they're giving away some some, some pretty good ones, uh, like I mentioned, GTA 5 and Civ 6, and now Borderlands the Handsome Collection. Are just some of many that uh, that they've given away and that are that they are giving away. So you have until June fourth, I believe. You have until June fourth, which uh, at the time of this recording is one, two, three, four, five days away. Uh, so uh, you got some time, but uh, I, I'd, I'd pick it up if you have, if you haven't played Borderlands two, because I think that's a good game. And then the pre-sequel, I haven't played, but, you know, it's another free Borderlands game, so why not, right? Go get your free stuff, guys. There's no reason yeah. not to get your free stuff. Get your uh, get your free games. Even if you don't like Epic Games, go get your free shit. Do it. Because I damn sure do it. <laughs> right? But yeah, that's, uh, that's all I got for the gaming news this week. Because, um, again, next week we're going to be hit with a lot of stuff. So Yeah, I got a couple things. I got a couple things. Um, First thing I have says, Hideo Kojima says Death Stranding was profitable. It recouped its costs, and its profits are secured for the next his next title. So whatever Hideo's got coming, that'll be interesting. I, I, it's kind of funny that Death Stranding was profitable, despite all the shit we gave it. <laughs> well, I mean, there's people out there who like that weird shit. They're, you know? they're gonna support Kojima no matter what. I'm sure. I'm sure there's probably people that bought that game and didn't even play it, uh, just because they like Kojima. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I, Kojima is an interesting fella, and I I love Metal Gear and all the other stuff he's worked on. So. Uh, and I still might check out, you know, Death Stranding, when it's like five bucks, or something like that. <laughs> um, uh, also, some more Kojima stuff, which says he's still in the planning stages for his next title. He also says that recently a big project that he had planned to do, apparently, fell apart. So, yeah. 
Kojima's Kojima is gonna Kojima some more games in the uh, the next thing is Baldur's Gate 3 had a sizzle reel drop and it's really loud on Twitter for some reason. Holy shit. Oh man, yeah, I, I didn't even know about that one, man. Yeah, this is this happened yesterday or the day before. It's just a quick little 40 second teaser. Uh, or sizzle reel, I should say. Also, look at that statue falling. It's hilarious. Um. <laughs> um. <laughs> Holy shit, that cracked me up, dude. No, nah, dude, it's weird. It's really funny. That is that is really weird, man. Uh, a lot of this stuff is just basic stuff that we've see, kind of seen before, really. Um, and uh, if you played Divinity Original Sin 2, you'll definitely see the uh, resemblance. Other than this little stealth part, if I can find it. Oh, man. In the I, I, can't get over, I can't get over that No, statue, the statue, dude. the statue, I'm like, why would you put that in here? That looks oh, hilarious. God, that shit was so funny, man. But I think that's another oh, thing. Here, this man. little stealth part, it's literally like two seconds long where he's stealthed up here walking along these, um, uh, oh, fuck, that's funny. boards. Uh, but yeah, that's another thing about Larian is they have a sense of humor, and I imagine they probably put it in there for the laughs. Like, we'll watch it again. There it goes. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> it's so dumb. I love it though. I love it. <laughs> oh shit, that's fucking funny, dude. I do want to oh take God. out a minute and point out this fucking mind flayer guy. Look at him. He looks yeah, he's, awesome. Yeah, he's 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 yeah, he's he's a cool. It's a cool character design. But holy shit, dude. Holy shit, that statue, man. I can't get over it. That's too funny, man. And this <laughs> this is all leading up to, I think they're going to have a... Oh, man. Gather your party and tune in to the Gorilla Collective show on Saturday, June 6th at 10 a.m. Pacific. Which Gorilla we talked Collective. about earlier. Yeah. yeah, look at that, guys. From Larian Studios. If you want to see more, that will be June 6th. Um, at... It says 10 Pacific time. Is that what time the Gorilla Collective is? Uh, or is the time it earlier? It, it'll be, yeah, the, the times that we talked about earlier were in Pacific, yeah. Gotcha. I wanted to make sure that's the correct time on this. Um, awesome, awesome. Moving on. I actually might be able to have, let me double check. Witcher games have surpassed 50 million total sales, although I don't think we Let me see if there's anything else from this past week that we want to talk about. Uh, Heavy Rain, Beyond Two Souls, and Detroit Become Human are coming to Steam on June 18th. So if you haven't played any of those games and you were interested in them, I'm kind of interested in some of them. Uh, they will be on played, Steam uh, on June 18th. I've played Detroit, and that one's... It's... Yeah. I'm like those those for me those kinds of games are ones that like typically I, I I like would rather watch somebody else play it than play it myself. Yeah. But uh, Detroit was free and uh, for PlayStation Plus like a while back, and I picked it up and I streamed it. And it was, it was, it was, it was Melanie, an interesting game. Melanie was asking me if I'd played it, and I said no. And she said you should check it out. So I might check it out at some point. Oh uh, yeah. Um. Uh, Metro Exodus is going to drop Denuvo, which is the that really shitty DRM, in their next update. So they're going to be taking that out of there. Um, Prey from 2017, that's available on GOG now. So if you never played Prey 2017, I recommend it. 
Um, it's that FPS game that is now on dog. That's all I got on my end. Yes, it is. All right. Have I played a Plague's Tale? I have not played a Plague's Tale. I did watch Co play it though. Plague Tale. I have played that. That was that's a good game. I like it. I I watched Co Carnage play it, and it looked cool. It it looked like a very cool game. Uh, it is. It it really is. It was it was a it was a good game for sure. I I enjoyed it. Um, it was rats. a nice story too, man. Rats everywhere. Yeah. Um, so moving on. Uh, is there much television news this week, my nope. friend? I I only have two things, so we can we um, we are gonna go through that real quick, but that's fine because we got uh, we got plenty of other stuff to talk about. Gotcha. So the first thing I have here for moving on to TV news. Hey, let's hit. Is that uh, Ronald D. Moore opened up a little bit more about the the Star Wars Underworld TV series from like ten years ago that was supposed to happen. Um. They, they he had an interview with uh, Collider, and uh, so here's what he had to say about uh, about some of that, and I'm gonna quote what he said. <clears throat> I was one of the several. There was a bunch of international writers they assembled. We would gather up at Skywalker Ranch once every six to eight weeks, something like that, and we would break stories together. And right after we'd go off and write some drafts and bring them back. And George would we would sit down and critique them, then do another draft and break more stories. It was great. It was a ball. It was a lot of fun. It didn't happen ultimately. We wrote, I'd say, somewhere between the forty something, forty eight scripts, something like that. The theory was George wanted to write all the scripts and get them all done, and then he was going to go off and figure out how to produce them, because he wanted to do a lot of cutting edge technology stuff with CG and virtual sets and so on. And so he had a whole new thing he wanted to accomplish. And that and what happened was, you know, he wrote the scripts and then George said, okay, this is enough for now. And then I'll get back to you. I want to look into all the production things. And then time went by and like a year or something after that is when he sold Lucasfilm to Disney. Um, and then also, it was an extraordinary undertaking for someone to do. I don't know anyone else that would really take that on at the time. George said, write them as big as you want and we'll figure it out later. So we really had no budget constraints. We were all experienced television and feature writers, so we all kind of knew what was theoretically possible on a production budget. But we just went, for this pass, okay, let's just take him at his word just to make it crazy and big. And there was lots of action, lots of sets, and huge set pieces. Just much bigger than what you would normally do in a television show. Uh, George was thinking about an entire storyline, not the first 48 scripts. Uh, another, here's another quote. Yeah, I think it pretty much was it was pretty much one big storyline. It was one long tale with episodic things that would happen. You know, there would be certain events that would happen in an episode or this episode. So it was sort of an episodic episodic quality to some of it, but it was telling a larger narrative in terms of the story of those particular characters in that setting. So, uh, yeah, man, they. George is always he always wanted to push the technology forward even more. 
uh, he wanted to do it, you know, as as he did it for uh, for film. He wanted to do it now for TV, and uh, you know, uh, unfortunately, he never was able to do that. But I think a lot of his ideas and a lot of the things that he wanted to do, they implemented and are now possible nowadays because I'm sure they used a lot of the stuff that he wanted to do uh, back then with stuff now like in The Mandalorian and whatnot. Um, so it's pretty cool just hearing him talk about this stuff. How he would be like, oh, yeah, just come up with some scripts and don't worry about it. We'll figure it out later. You know, I'm going to go I'm gonna go see what we can do with this. Yeah, and uh, and obviously, like a few months, like in January, I think, or yeah, maybe it was January or February or a few months ago, we talked about the like test footage that was released um, that we saw. Um, so it's cool that like every once in a while they kind of like talk about this show that never happened that was supposed to happen, um, and they just like bring out more details about how it was going to be and you know what it was supposed to be and who was involved and like all that kind of stuff it's to me it's to me as a star wars fan it's very very interesting to hear about all this stuff uh, so yeah i don't know it's just it's it's really it's just it's just fascinating stuff hearing about people that were involved in it to, to speak on it you know uh, yeah So that is one of the that is one of the two uh, pieces of TV news I got this week. The other one is that uh, Cobra Kai is closing in on a new streaming home. Yeah, with, uh, with YouTube poised to release uh, season three sometime soon. So uh, yeah, it's funny we were talking about this and like, where is Cobra Kai at? Right, and, and then, then like, this comes out. A week later, like, oh, yeah. you're looking, you're looking for a new home. I feel like, you know, I feel like Netflix would be a good spot for a Cobra Kai to be. You know, I feel like it fits on there. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, think I feel like it, I feel like they'd be better off on Netflix instead of YouTube. Uh, something with more visibility, because Cobra Kai is great. I love Cobra Kai. Um, I still have to, I, I still have to watch season two, but I really enjoyed season one. I remember going uh, in super. Um, very uh, on guard on is this gonna be good, and was yeah. blown away by how good it actually is. If you haven't seen Cobra Kai, check it out. I highly, it's, highly recommend. It. The the people that are working on it are like, like, Karate Kid was like is like their thing. Like, like for me, Star Wars is like like my Star Wars, and I was like it's it's my like favorite thing out of more than anything or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like like to me, it's like it's the best right like I, I to the people working on cobra kai karate kid was their star wars so like yeah. they they you know they know what they're doing over there because they they're they're huge fans of it they respect it they love it they you know and, and and you know they they're doing a great job over there man yeah everything everything i've heard about this show has been you know like nothing but good things the people I've I've seen interviews with of, with with those guys that are like showrunners and and then you know on on like other podcasts and stuff and they yeah man they're they're very they're very passionate and, and about the about this show and they have a plan for like you know they have like a set number of seasons that they want to do I think it's like six or something um I may be wrong about that but 
they like they have a plan for the show, so yeah, they know what they're doing. Uh, Cobra Kai, Cobra Kai. And, Cobra and again, I got I got to catch up with season two before the new season three comes out. Uh, so that, it, so that Josh actually, and I can talk about it. Uh, Deadline has an article about this, by the way. Um, is that where you got this from? Yeah, I was looking at the Deadline article. Um, it says on the short list they're looking at Netflix and Hulu mm. as well, and they're talking about um. Getting the other seasons on there as well as season three, so interesting. yeah, that that would make sense. Yeah, um, that would make a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I think I think Netflix would probably be will make the most sense. Although I could see Hulu working out as well, you know. Yeah, uh, they're uh, the show's really good. I love it. So yeah, they're really good at cliffhangers too, which everybody knows. I love cliffhangers. <laughs> yep. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it on new on uh, TV news, man. Like I got, I, I, I got three things. Go for it. Uh, one isn't even in the television news Reddit. It's on wrestling of all things, and it says, um, "This is from oh god, what's the name of the website?" Which uh, one? That's the thing. There's so many. Mm. Um, well, anyway, it, it's one of the reputable ones. I can't find the fucking name for it right now. I'm sorry. Um, but it says Sonya Deville, who is a wrestler, is pushing for acting roles and is rumored to be considered for the role of Batwoman. Um, I think replacing mm. Ruby Rose. This says in a new series. I I think they mean in the CW series. Um, and that 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 is a misunderstanding there. Uh, Deville, who is repped by Anderson Group Public Relations, is attempting is attempting to put be pushed for more acting roles, and is in a partic- in particular being pushed by her agency as rumored to be in the running for the role of Batwoman. Um, so that would be interesting. She she uh, is a former MMA fighter. She is a member of the LGBTQ community. Um, one of the first openly. Gay wrestlers, I believe, in in wrestling. Um, uh, so that would be interesting. And she she's actually a, a decent, got some decent charisma. Um, moving on, the next thing I have is Dark Side of the Ring becomes Vice's TV's highest rated series ever with season two. For those of you that have uh, watched the podcast a bit, you know I, I I talk about the Dark Side of the Ring a lot, and Daniel's watched a few episodes. Yeah, I've watched the uh, the Chris Benoit ones. Um, it's a very interesting series. Talks about a lot of the dark side of wrestling, which obviously dark side of the ring. Yep. Um, yep. And it, it also talks about some of just the batshit crazy stuff that happens in wrestling, which there's a lot of fucking like, are you serious? This is crazy. How did this even happen? Kind of stuff. Mm. And then the last thing I have is. Upgrade uh, is getting a TV series sequel, supposedly. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Upgrade, TV series sequel to Leigh Whannell's sci-fi movie In Works at Bloomhouse in UCP Writer's Room set. Uh, this is an article by Deadline as well. I think this is something that just happened a little bit ago. Well, that's, um, why, I didn't have, that's why I didn't have it on here. Then, yeah, yeah, I think it's something very, very recent. Um the series is co-creative and executive produced by Winnell and Tim Walsh. 
from Treadstone, who serves as showrunner. Wynnell, coming off writing and directing Bloomhouse, The Invisible Man, is set to direct. Bloomhouse Television and UCP are collaborating on the adaptation, which has an open writer's room, or which has opened a writer's room. Upgrade the series picks up a few years after the events of the film and bronze the universe with an evolved version of STEM and a new host, imagining a world in which government repurposes STEM to help curb criminal activity. Um, Upgrade's an interesting movie. You should check it out if you haven't seen it. I know it's one of Jake's yeah, favorites. Yeah, it's, it, is, it is a pretty good movie. Yeah. So, um, and uh, that's all I have. Cool. Well, then we can move on to uh, movie news. Let's do it, eh? All right. So first up, I have uh, David Ayer was talking about uh, how it would be easy to make a director's cut of his uh, Suicide Squad movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, because. Of course, with all the Snyder Cut talk of Justice League, he was saying that it would be it would be pretty easy to make his own as well. So let me let me quote him here. This is an article from Variety. He says, uh, "My cut would be easy to complete. It would be incredibly cathartic for me. It's exhausting getting your ass kicked for a film that got the Edward Scissorhands treatment. The film I made was never the film I made has never been seen." He wrote on Twitter on Monday. Um. So yeah, it's uh. This is very interesting because from I've heard for like for years as well that the movie that we got to see is not uh the one that he wanted to make. Yeah, which is pretty evident because like I mean if you if you watch like some other David Ayer's movies like Fury, which I think is pretty good. I love Fury. Like that's a David Ayer movie, and I thought that movie was good. Like, like I think he would have done a good Suicide Squad movie, but for whatever reason, the people in charge of Suicide Squad wanted to make a fucking music video length feature film. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't, I don't understand why they did the things that they did for Suicide Squad. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't understand it. You know. I don't know why. I mean, I, I would be down to see it. I kind of hope that they end up doing that. I know a lot of people are like, oh, well, why, you know, it doesn't matter now because, uh, uh, what's his name? James Gunn's doing the sequel. You know, like, why would I care if the, you know, the movie sucks or whatever? It's like, it sucks because they, you know, they, they fucked it up. Like, they, they well, here's my thing about all this. All right. This is what I always say every time. I hear problems behind the scenes with directors and, and movies and, and, and studios and stuff. It's like, why, why do these studios and like, you know, companies hire these right, these directors to make a movie in their style, but then tell them to not do it in their style. Like, why do you hire somebody for a movie if you want them to do it their way, but then you tell them, to do it like to make some other bullshit that they and, don't exactly you know? yeah i like, agree wh- with why you. why do they do that why i have why no fucking clue if you're gonna they hire a man up. to do a job you need to let them do it their fucking way man for the most part they, and, and you know the county argument could be like oh well fucking they're the the, the movie the, the company or the studio is the ones that put up the money and stuff it's like dude like who cares about that like well, well not who cares but like 
you know what I mean? Like fucking, if you're gonna let, get somebody to do this job, let them fucking do what what they're good at doing. You know what I mean? Like you know what you're getting into when you hire them. That's why you hire exactly. them. Exactly. Exactly. Like why are you trying to change their vision there? And and they're they're like, I don't I don't understand it, man. Like you gotta let these people do their job, man. Like they I I feel like David Ayer's version would would have been so much better than what we actually got. You know what I mean? Um, so that's why every time everybody's like, oh, it still would have been shitty. Like, how do you know that? You know what I mean? Like, like the version that he would have made is probably nowhere near. And and the thing, the, the thing that, that gets me with that statement that he says is they got the Edward Scissorhands treatment. It's like, Mm -hmm. damn dude. Like it, you know what I mean? Like, dude, I, I feel like since, since, since they're doing the justice, the, the Snyder cut version for, uh, that uh, Justice that they're doing the Snyder cut for Justice League, they should like do the the air cut for uh for Suicide Squad, cause like just like I feel like if 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 Warner Brothers or whoever you know whoever the hell is in charge of of of, of those movies, like you need to like own up to your mistakes and and just you know rectify the the fucked up shit that you did to these to these guys. Which is like not let them make the movies the way they want it to be, and then like fucking give us these fucking disastrous movies that you guys made, and fucking do them do them again properly. If you know, he says that it would be his cut would be easy to complete, like just do it the way he wants to do it, put it on HBO Max or whatever, and like that's it. Like I, I know it's a, it's easier said than done. But like, just, just do it, man. Like, do it, DC. Do it, do it, Warner Brothers. Like, fucking, stop, stop fucking these guys over on, on on making these movies, man. Early on, they wanted to like catch up with Marvel and like, you know, do whatever the hell they wanted to do by making all these team up he- hero movies or or whatever, and they messed up. They they didn't uh, the movies that they were doing at the time. Are not as good as they could have been, obviously. Uh, not as good as some of the more recent DC movies, which have been more of the solo variety. Like Joker last year was one of my favorite movies of last year, if not my favorite. You know what I mean? Uh, Aquaman, which came out a couple years ago, was pretty good solo movie. Uh, Shazam, again last year I think it came out, pretty good movie. So, I think they need to just let these guys. Do what they do if you're gonna hire them. You know what I mean? That's that's like my big beef and issue with with uh, with all these studios hiring these guys for fucking for not uh, you know letting them do what they do. But anyway, uh, yeah, hopefully uh, hopefully they they uh, they'll do that with with all this uh popularity of the Snyder cut and everything going on hopefully they they'll do David Ayer justice with on, on Suicide Squad. So that's all I got to say about that. Uh, moving on. Uh the Star Wars High Republic era is has been put on delay. Uh originally we talked about on the podcast that it was supposed to they're supposed to come out with some material for this new era uh, on August 25th with some novels and, and, and whatnot. But the 
but they've uh, been pushed back until uh, January 2021. Uh, so definitely can push back a good uh, a good number of months there. Uh, but you know, with everything going on and 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 all this stuff, they uh, they delayed it. They actually put out a uh, a little a little message here, which I will go ahead and read. Um, Always in motion is the future. Uh, a quote from Yoda is just as relevant today as it was from the Empire Strikes Back was released 40 years ago. And while it applies to the uncertainty of the future, it also applies to Star Wars The High Republic. Star Wars The High Republic is a massive interconnected cross-publisher initiative that will establish an all-new era of Star Wars storytelling. Set 200 years before the events of the prequel trilogy, this mega-story will give readers and Star Wars fans of every age an entry point into The High Republic in a time of, gal- of a galactic renaissance when Jedi Knights were at their height. Given these unprecedented times, we have made the decision to move the launch of Star Wars High Republic to January 2021 to ensure that the launch is as grand and epic as it deserves to be. Now, I know that waiting isn't easy, and I know fans have been excited for this since it was first announced. I'm right there with you. I have been waiting to tell this story for years, and while I still can't say much about it, I can tell you that our story architects, Claudia Gray, Justina Ireland, Daniel Jose Older, Kavan Scott, and Charles Soule, are continuing to work away on this new era of stories. You'll hear from them this summer, and when you do, be sure to ask them about the hero of Hetzel, the twins, and the blade of Berdada, the Staros and Santeca clans, and the Storms. You're not going to believe what they have, what they've got in store for the Jedi and the Republic. From the bottom of the heart, I thank you. I thank you for reading, and I thank you for understand, your understanding and your patience. Star Wars: The High Republic has been a true labor of love for us. And we can't wait for readers to experience the golden age of the Jedi. Until then, and as always, stay strong, stay safe, and may the Force be with you. Uh, and this is a message from the creative director at Lucasfilm Publishing, Michael Siglane. Uh So yeah, that, that stuff is, uh, has got delayed until January. So originally launching in August, now January 2021. Which, uh, I mean, obviously, I was pretty excited about to learn more about that stuff. But, I mean, I don't mind waiting. We've been waiting uh, quite a while now anyway. Um, so, it's all good. In my opinion. Yeah. Um, moving on. Scott Derrickson uh, has been... Uh, tapped to direct the Labyrinth sequel. Uh, It's going to be a sequel to the 1986 Jim Henson fantasy pick. uh, Which obviously had Jennifer Connelly and David Bowie and whatnot. Uh, This sequel has been in the works for several years. Uh, But now... They got Scott Derrickson, which uh, you know is the director of uh, things like The Exorcism of Emily Rose, uh, The Davies That Still, Sinister, and of course Doctor Strange. Um, and obviously, he was also more recently, uh, well, it was also known or talked about that he uh, left the Doctor Strange sequel because of creative differences. 
And now I'm and now this he'll probably be doing this instead of that. So uh pretty uh pretty interesting. I be honest, I have not seen the original Labyrinth movie. I still haven't either, and I think it's on uh it's on is it is it on Netflix? I, I it should think be on it's Netflix, on Netflix, right? yeah. I was thinking about checking yeah. it out, but I haven't yet. I've never seen yeah, it. The, yeah, I've never seen it either. That's that's one of those old movies that I just um that like I've been meaning to watch, but I just like I when I was younger I just that was just one of those things that I just was not you know didn't Yeah, it was uh, one of those that kinda of passed me by. Yeah, exactly. Um but people praise it and I I keep meaning to watch it. Same, same. That's kinda of how I feel about it. Uh I'm sure you'll do a good job. Scott Derrickson's a good director. Um He's a. I think he definitely fits into that vein of the of that kind of movie, so I think it's a it's a good it's a good hire for them. Um, but yeah, I mean, I haven't seen the movie, so I can't really speak too much on it. Uh, something else that's getting a sequel is uh, Sonic the Hedgehog is getting a sequel uh, at Paramount. Now, this is another movie that I haven't seen, but I hear I actually hear I've heard pretty good things about it. Mm-hmm. And apparently, uh, at least domestically here, it's the highest grossing video game movie of all time. Yep. Uh, which, if you had told me about this like a year ago, I wouldn't have believed you. No, same. Because <laughs> I, I thought this movie was going to be a dumpster fire. Mm-hmm. But apparently it's pretty good. So, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes you just... Yeah, you just got to watch the movie and... and not be so quick to judge certain things. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, yeah, I, I have to... Uh, I, I respect I, the people that made that movie, though, because they listen to the fans. On, yeah, uh, for real. Exactly. Um, and, shout so, out, and shout out to the fans for actually going out to watch the movie after they it, listen to them. You know? Yeah, so... A lot of respect. A lot of respect. Big respect, as they say. <laughs> Big respect. Much respect, yeah. Yeah, um, no, for sure, for sure. So yeah, that's just another movie that I have to check out, and you know they're working on. Of, of course, they were gonna make a sequel if if the first one did good. I mean, that's these these studios and companies and whatnot are just waiting for movies to do well so they can do sequels, man. It's, it's all about you know pumping more of them out, you know. Want the money? That's why. Oh yeah, I mean it's all about the money always, dude. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, when they announce movies, sometimes you're like, "We're gonna make seven of these," so you can be real excited. But it's like, <laughs> but it's like, you gotta make a good a first. Focus on the good one, or focus on the first one being good, is what I mean. Everybody then makes a movie nowadays to make a franchise. That's what they want. They want a franchise. Yeah, exactly. What they should do Which, is stay focused on that first movie, make it super good, and if a franchise yeah. happens, it happens. But don't go in thinking, "Oh, this is gonna be a hit." Oh, we're gonna have five, six, seven movies out of this. Going yeah, thinking exactly. like that. That's foolish. Yeah, precisely. Which is, you know, unfortunately, what's happened to some of these other franchises. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, I'm just gonna say it here. Kate Blanchett, which was tapped, or remember we talked about, she was rumored for uh, Lilith in mm-hmm. Borderlands. Confirmed. Yeah, she is. She is. She has been confirmed to be Lilith in the Borderlands now. Um, Ain't no rest happening. So that is no longer a rumor. It is it is fact. Uh, but yeah, I just want to bring that up real quick. I know we talked about it on the previous podcast, so we're not going to go too deep into that. But 
Um, here we go. Here's something else. Um, from Deadline, they have an exclusive uh, report that while there is not a Man of Steel sequel in the works, they're hearing that Henry Cavill is still in talks to reprise his role as Superman in the DC Universe. I hope so. I like to have a Superman. Uh, yeah, so they're saying that he may not come back in a standalone film, but they're wanting to bring him back in the in the cape again. Uh, but they still want to obviously bring him back, which I think... I, I think they're stupid. I think they're foolish not to do a Man of Steel 2 because Man of Steel 1 was fantastic, dude. I like I, th- I I think Man of Steel is a fantastic movie. I think to me it still is my favorite of the of the DCU movies. And I really my like opinion. Henry Cavill. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's a fantastic Superman. Uh and they're they're foolish for not having made a second one yet. Dude. He's it's one of insane. us, man. I love Cavill. the first the first Man of Steel came out in 2013 and here we are 7 years later and they haven't done another one, dude. It's 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 kind of mind-boggling to me that he's like, yeah, he loves he loves portraying the character too. So it's like I don't know what these guys are. I don't know. I don't understand it, man. Either way, I would be. I, I they if they can keep him, keep him because he's 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 great, man. He is great. He's a great Superman. Uh, so if 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 they can do that, then keep him on board, keep him in the in the universe because. He likes being the character. He's good at he's good at portraying the character. They just have to. I think that for like Justice League and and BVS, he kind of wasn't like you know, given the strongest stuff to do, uh, because like BVS BVS is primarily like a, it's more of a Batman movie than it is a Superman movie. Um, which you know at the time that was the first Batman movie in the in the in that in the universe in that universe. Um. So they wanted to do more, more with him, but I mean, yeah, dude, like they, they gotta bring him back, dude. It, it, it will be forever. A, it will forever be a crime if they never bring him back, dude. Like we, we will have been robbed of, 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 of that continuation of that character. So, yep. I think, I think it is, it is their duty to bring him back, man. They have to. They can't, they can't leave that the way it is right now. So, that's my opinion. They need to bring him back. I agree with you. He's one and everybody. He's one of yeah, us. And everybody wants. Yeah, he is. Henry Cavill is is a He's fucking a gamer. Big, old, big old big old geek, dude. So. Yeah. PC, bro. <laughs> uh, oh lord. You gotta bring back uh, Mr. Cavill. Uh, the last piece of news that I have here for the day is that uh, Ryan Gosling is going to be uh, the new Wolfman in Universal's uh, monster movie. Wolfman. So uh obviously Universal has been trying for years to make their monster universe happen and they have done nothing but fail time and time again, man. Remember that remember that shitty Dracula movie with um uh, mm-hmm. what's his name? Uh Luke Evans, I think. Is that his yeah, name? I think it is. Yeah, that movie I never even watched it, but I it looked, looked so terrible. And then I watched The Mummy with Tom Cruise and God, that movie's so bad, dude. <laughs> I, I, I wanted, I, I was hoping for it to at least be decent. Nah, man, that movie, that movie blows, man. I, I, I wanted to like it so bad, but it was, it was just, it's just, it's so, it's just such a bad movie, man. 
which sucks because I think that the the um, the actress for uh, the mummy that they got um um why am I blanking out on her name uh so I think it's Sophia why am I blanking out on her name I I, I know her name normally like a hundred percent of the time Sophia Butella Jesus Christ I remember like right now. Sophia Butella is pretty good, man. She's been in stuff like Kingsman and, uh, you know, Star Trek Beyond and other stuff like that. She's she's been around in movies here and there. So I think she's a good actress. Um, but yeah, man, they just haven't had much success with the with their monster universe uh, or with their monster movies lately. So, I mean, hopefully this this new Wolfman movie with Ryan Gosling will, will be better. But I mean, like, I don't know, man. It's it's tough. It's tough to say with uh, with how poorly uh, you know it's been going for them with the monster movies lately. I, I don't know what they need to do to make these movies like successful, but like they're just whatever they're doing right now is clearly not working. It's so. crazy. It's crazy too. Cause uh, I grew up watching the old ones, right? Like the old ass black and white, like yeah. creature from the lagoon and all that. This is the black lagoon and all that stuff. Like a wolf man, the old school wolf man, old school Dracula, Franken, Frankenstein, all those old ass movies. I remember growing up and watching them in black and white and loving them, loved them as a kid. What, what are they trying to do to them now? That's making them bad. Like, I, uh, who knows, dude? Like, I, I, again, I don't, I don't understand. I don't know what they're doing over there, man. They, what they need to do is take a hard look at the classics, in my opinion, <laughs> and then come, come back to drawing board. Look, I'm not saying you gotta do a straight up remake or nothing like that. I'm saying, watch those movies, find out what made them fun to watch, what made them popular, what made them have billions of sequels and crossovers, like they did back in the day. Pick out those elements, and then make a whole new. Uh, movie based on, on on the things that worked and getting rid of the things that don't, and I think you will have a hit. Mm. That's a uh, pretty pretty solid advice, I would say. Mm-hmm. Also, we should have a, a old a old classic rewatch one day of all those old. Dude, we gotta do rewatches of everything, man. That's so too true. much out there. I'm trying to. I'm. I'm always trying to balance rewatching old stuff and and watching new things. Well, throw it on a, one of the retros where we watch the original Wolfman. <laughs> it's, a, it's a struggle, but yeah, hey man, yeah, that'd be uh, that'd be interesting. Yeah, but we could talk about it on here. Yeah, man. But anyway, uh, that's uh, that's all I got for uh, for movie news. Yeah, I don't got shit. English. All right. Uh, we can move into our main topic. The main topic is here. Which is games that we want remade. Misery. Uh, so well, this yeah. is going to be a fun one because I've been, I've been pretty excited about this one. Because I'm yeah. very curious to see what Josh has on his list. I'm going to be honest here. I have. Let's see. I have. I have 10 things on my list. In addition to another... I have 10. Okay, so here we go. I have 10. So I split, I have a total of 20. Oh, I got you. But I split them into 10 and 10. 10 games that I have played that I want remade. And 10 games that I have not played oh. that I want remade. So that I will play them. Because I, have, I never played them when they first came out. So 
that's kind of how I have mine. How, how's how's what's your stuff looking like? I so have kind of figure out how we're gonna do this. I have thirteen things total. They're all things I played and all things that I want remade. So, mm, okay, uh, okay, okay. Uh, and when I say thirteen total, I mean like three of those are honorable mentions, and then ten are like the main. No, yeah, I get you. Yeah, uh, you, said, you said I got you. You, meant, you. I know what you're saying when you meant total. Uh, but yeah. Um, yeah. All but right. you, you want to start us off, or, or let, we should say that we want just straight up. We want a straight up remake. We don't want remasters. We yeah, want was, remakes. Was, that is that is a disclaimer that I was about to say right now too. When we mean when we mean when we talk when okay rewind. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> when we say re, games we want remade, we mean remade from the ground up, like kind of like how they've been doing, kind of like how they recently did Final Fantasy VII. Like that is a completely different game from the original to the new one. Or like how they did, you know, Resident Evil 2 or 3, right? Kind of like that. So that's what we're talking about. We're not talking about a fucking remaster because no, no remaster. We mean remakes, completely remade. Anyway, now that that disclaimer is out of the way. Uh, you want to go first or should I go first? Because I, 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 th- I, I got more than you, but like, I don't know how we want to do this, so. I uh I'll go first. Um, what right, I'm gonna go what I'm gonna try to do is as we t- as we number these off, I'm gonna try to find the old trailers, and 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 play them, uh, so you, people can see what what game we're talking about. Um, oh yeah 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 for sure uh, yeah that actually would be a good idea if if you could do that yeah. if I can for find all, them which I found for all, some for all of our games yeah. yeah. Um, so the first one up I have is Siphon Filter. So mm. I don't know how many of you remember Siphon Filter. But it was like um, it was this. You ran around as a as an agent and did like roles. A, is it like a stealth game? It's it's kind of stealthy. Um, I think it's been a while since I played it. It was kind of I, well. You have to remember, I was a kid when I played this, so I did. I stealth? What's that? I run around and shoot everything. Right? Um, yeah. uh, uh, but yeah, it had boss fights. It had like it was super. It was like spy shit. Um. And it had boss fights in it. Like, um, I know, I remember uh, a fight where you um, fought a dude with a flamethrower. I want to say they were boss fights. It may have been just the one fight, and this one's sticking in my head like crazy. But there was like a a fight where you fought a dude with a flamethrower. And um, I remember you have to like, you have to like flank around him using these pillars for cover or something and like shoot the tank. I want to say a few times. Oh my god, he shot down that plane. Wow, it's been a while since I've seen this. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, let me get you guys some info. That was the trailer for Siphon Filter. Let me get you the... I'll give you the wiki page that can probably explain this better than I can. Siphon Filter was a third-person shooter action video game series. It was developed by SCE Ben Studios and published by Sony. So this was a PlayStation game. Um, Siphon Filter, the name, got its name from a mysterious biological weapon. Um, is center the plot the plot of the first game centers on the special agents Gabriel Logan and Leon Zing who are tasked by the United States government to apprehend an international terrorist named Eric Romer. Romer? I think that's how you say it. Um And I was a big fan of this game. I remember playing it a lot as a kid. I remember I remember you used to go to Best Buy or these places where they'd have um demo stations set up right. Like you have the you and they still do it. Uh at, at my best buy anyway where i work um they have um where you can get up and go and play games 
And I always remember Siphon Filter being one of the games that they had as a demo, and I bought it, and I played it. Um, and it was like um, a super spy, super spy game with stealth action and puzzle solving and a lot of um, action. And I remember loving the game and having silenced weapons and, and uh, the story, I don't, I'll be honest with you, I don't remember the story that much. I just remember running around shooting fools with a silenced weapon <laughs> and feeling like a badass. Hell yeah, man. So that was my my first game. These aren't in any order, by the way. Um, they're just... Um, yeah, yeah, no, I get you. Mine just, aren't in any order either. I just... Uh, to me, my order is like how I thought of them. Exact same. So that's my order. Uh, anyway. All right. Cool. So Siphon Filter. Yeah, that's, that's a game that... Uh, I never played, but I definitely have heard about. All right, moving on, we'll go. We'll go to mine, my first one, which you guys, you guys have to know that this one was coming, uh, and I'm just gonna get it out of the way first and foremost. My number one game is uh, Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic. This is my favorite game of all time. Uh, Definitely on my I mean, list, by the way. I mean, I mean, come on, dude. Like, this is this is a this is a given that it was going to be on there. I, I we I've been asking for this game for years. Uh, there's a trailer for it. Yeah, there's the trailer up on there for you guys can see. If you <laughs> haven't played it, it is a it is an it is a 2003 RPG game from Bioware. Uh. Set four thousand years before, you know, the movies. Um, oh man, where's my pencils this, at? Right, and this game, man, this game. I have, I, I've already said it, it's my favorite game of all time. It's got like, like, uh, to a lot of people, the the combat and stuff is a little outdated and whatnot, but. I mean, that's like for from my idea for like the remaster is like you could do this, you could do or or, or remaster, remake, because we don't want remasters, we want remake. For the remake for this game is like you could do like pretty much exactly what they did for Final Fantasy VII, which is like if you don't like the old combat, you could like do do a new combat style, but also like how they did in Final Fantasy VII, give you the option. To play the old combat or the new combat, you know what I'm saying? So something like that for that would be cool. And like the story for this game, I'm not even I I I never mess around when I say this, but the story to Nancy the Republic is one of my favorite Star Wars stories ever. Like ever. Like mm-hmm. more than the movies, more than some of the sh- more than the shows, more than anything. Like this story, these characters, these are it is some of the greatest Star Wars ever created, and it is truly a crime that this is no longer canon. But regardless of all of that, I think that a, a remake of this game, even if it's no longer like it, does, it doesn't have to be canon because obviously the game is no is no longer canon. But if just keep the same exact game, the story, everything, just remake it like. Like honestly, like I'm pretty much just picturing like what they did for Final Fantasy VII. Just do the same thing that they did for that for this game, 
you can you know like how 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 fucking amazing would this game look fucking like nowadays if it was if it was remade dude like oh my god yeah man uh just just thinking about going back to Taurus and fucking the Shadowlands of Kashyyyk and oh my god dude fucking the 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 unknown world fucking Lehan or you know Ricotta Prime is what they, that that planet has too many names but you know what I'm saying like god it would be just going into the cantinas and hunting down fucking Tusken Raiders with HK47 and fucking beating up on some swoop bike thugs with your boy Candorous and man it would be it would be phenomenal this to me this is like it, it's it's one of those games that is one of like my dream games that I would love to see them do again like just every year for E3 when E3 was a thing because, I mean, who knows if it's still going to be a thing going forward. But every year, there'd be those, like, what what do they call those? Like, the bingo cards or whatever, Josh? Yeah. Fucking KOTOR. Like, they would have either, like, KOTOR 3 or, like, a KOTOR remake or remaster or something, right? On those things. And every year, I I, I just, I always had hope that, that they would announce something. Even though, even though I knew it would never, it was, ne- like, it's it, it wasn't happening, I still, like... I had the slightest bit of hope, you know, but uh, yeah, man. To me, I I need this, I, I, or I would love this if if, if it happened. I so. think Kotor is one of those games that is the game, I should say, not one of those games. Is the game that made me fall in love with role playing games. Oh yeah, um, man, so definitely. Um. So. And made me probably appreciate a game's story more than I did before that. Yeah, man, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I just, just 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 to close out here so we don't go on too long on, on one game. Is oh, that, we can talk uh, about KOTOR for an entire show. We could easily. Yeah, I know. Which, which we did. <laughs> we, we did. The second episode of this podcast is going to be KOTOR. Yeah. But, uh... We yeah, can do I mean, a follow-up. <laughs> Yeah, they need to do this, and I would, I would, I listen. I own this game already. I own this game three times. Same. <laughs> I would buy it again if they remade it. I'll buy it another so, three times and give two copies away to people. <laughs> yeah, I just, if you're listening out there, whoever, whoever has the power to make this happen, if you remake this, if you remake this game, not remaster, remake it. For, for how for a modern you know modern engine modern graphics all that stuff, it would be, it would be absolutely phenomenal. There's people out there like our friend Katie who have not played the original because it's it's outdated in her opinion, right? So yeah, man, I just they have to do it. They have to do it. I I could keep on about this game forever. So we're. We're just gonna move on here. Yeah, I got uh, it. and go on to Josh's second game. But yeah, my uh, second game is that I want to be remade. Is Conker's Bad Fur Day? We talked about this 
Uh, I talked about this last night when we were coming up with uh, different things we were looking at. And uh, yeah. I played this game. I, I really don't even remember how I got started playing this game. I just remember playing it as a, as a youngin. Probably younger than you should be playing Conqueror's Bad for a day, to be honest. Right? Same, um, dude. And I, I, the, to be honest, I don't remember playing the, the single-player part of it that much, but what I remember being fond of the most was all the little multiplayer, like, mm. game parts they had with it, like fighting the weasels, the weasel dudes. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Or the Teddy, the Teddy War, which I had completely forgotten about until Daniel mentioned it last night. I forgot that was a thing, but I remember it. I just to like briefly like interrupt Josh. No, go for it. I have many an hour on this game. I did play the story a lot. I played the multiplayer even more. There was a lot of different little multiplayer game modes. There's the little weasel ones where you like, you know, robbing the, the, I believe it's like robbing a bank or some shit. I, I don't remember exactly, but there's the weasel one. There's like the Raptors versus the cave caveman dudes one, which is pretty cool. And then there was the war one, which I which I talked to Josh about, which is like teddy bears versus the squirrels. Yep. And there's a few, couple other ones, but those are like the main ones, right? And man, this game was absolutely. I I I I couldn't tell you how many hours I have on this man. I can't either. Yeah, I remember playing it so much. Um, it was funny. It was <laughs> gory, as gory as you could be <laughs> for a game that looks like this. <laughs> It's just super oh, pixely and old. There's there's a lot of stuff that this is not a kids game. No, it's not. Uh, I remember you could run around with a katana, I think, and just chop, chop, choppy chop things up. Um, you could chop things in half with a katana. There's a chainsaw where you could like rip motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't have I don't have this one on my list only because I knew Josh would have it first mm-hmm. of all, and then second of all. I feel like if they would remake remake it, it would only be an Xbox thing because Rare 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 is in is a Microsoft property right now. Mm-hmm. So it's like I mean, it would be cool, but like I don't have an Xbox, so I would never play, you know. Mm-hmm. But no, my, yeah, man. My hope would be they put it on PC. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah. Obviously, if they do uh, that, then yeah, then I'd be all for it as well. Uh, but. Because I play just about everything on PC except for like exclusive. Um. Yeah, but I mean, it's look at that. There's uh, oh some my tanks. god, um, yeah, man. This game, ma- many, many an hour on this game. Oh dude. my I, goodness, look at those! Holy shit! Oh, sorry, <laughs> that trailer. I was like, oh, Jesus, yeah. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. They, 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 uh, they should, they show you some stuff in this. Game. Yeah, definitely not a kids game. I played it way before yeah. I should have. Yeah, no, absolutely. This is absolutely not a kids game. Uh. Oh Absolutely my goodness, not. look at, oh my god. Yep. <laughs> yep. I want to play Conquers now. Let's play Conquers. So if you haven't played Conquers Bad Fur Day, this is some of the stuff you missed out on, man. Yeah. It was a hell of a game. Give me a straight up remake I, with all the mini games or, and the little t- wars and all that and the weasels. Yeah, yeah. They just got to keep everything the same. Just like update it, man, basically. Mm-hmm. I would play the sh- shit out of it. I would too, man. I would too. I again, I, I that's one of those games that I fucking just spent many a many a time on, many an hour on. Yeah, just laughing, Loki, cutting up, having. Loki a good does bring up a good point about Sea of Thieves being from Rare as well, and it's on PC. I mean, yeah, I mean, if they if they remade this game and put it on PC, I would get it in a heartbeat, dude. Yeah, God, I love Conquers. Such a good game. 
Oh, look at the teddy. I remember fighting that teddy. Fucking scary. <laughs> oh yeah, those guys were those guys were tough. Oh uh, lord. Yeah, it's such a yeah. The the story was fun too, man. I know you said you didn't really play it, but it's it's well, definitely. I, I played it before I can really remember it. That's the funny part. <laughs> mm. Um. But yeah, conquer conquer is on list for me. What else? Oh, what's your next game, my friend? What, what's on your next? I want this be remade list. The next one, uh, for me is another Star Wars game. Oh boy! I'm gonna. I'm, I'm just gonna be honest here. My my first three are, are pure Star Wars because that's I got immediately you. what that's immediately what comes to my mind, right? Hmm? So the next one that I have here is Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. Oh, I remember playing this. So this one I feel like would be super dope if they if they remade it with like modern uh you know I think this mo- is the modern trailer. engine modern graphics type thing. I think I found the truth. So this is this is a game that came out in 2005. It came out before the movie, which think about it, man. They came out with this game before the movie came out and there's scenes from the movie in this game and they pretty much kind of spoil the movie in this game like this would never happen nowadays isn't it like bizarre how like in 15 years so much is so much has changed dude like mm-hmm. but yeah this trailer is the game this is the game i'm talking about right here you pretty basically what it is it's a uh you play through kind of the movie by either playing as either Obi-Wan or Anakin. So each uh, mission is like you're playing as Obi-Wan or you're playing as Anakin and you're fighting like droids and like, you know, there's boss fights. Like you got to deal with Dooku and Grievous and things of that nature. And uh, eventually, you know, when, when you're, when you're playing as Anakin, you know, he falls spoiler early, he falls to the dark side and becomes Vader. So there's a really there's a really cool mission that you play with and with Vader, you know, or Anakin, uh, where you literally go into the Jedi Temple, mm-hmm. and you fucking just exterminate Jedi. Like, do you remember I, the? I you remember, remember the uh, the uh, the librarian lady from from the prequels? Yep. Like she walks into the temple, force pulls her and stabs her in the chest with a lightsaber. It's like, dude. And then like the mission before that. You're on. You're in Palpatine's office, and you have to literally fight Mace Windu in a lightsaber duel. But back going back to the Jedi Temple one, it's just stuff that we should have seen in the movie that's not in the movie, and like I would have. I just, it's a shame that we didn't get to see a lot of this stuff, man. Like talking about movie cuts, where's the four-hour Revenge of the Sith cut, man? Give me that. Uh, but but <laughs> going back to the game though. There's a lot of cool stuff that's in the game that is not in the movie. I remember fighting yeah. you fight Sindralik, I think, in the game. You fight, you fight, you fight his apprentice Saraketo first, and then Sindralik. Yeah, and that is a heck of a mission too, man. I remember, I remember him being tough. He's like yeah, hard he to fight. Tough. He's tough, man. He's he he's he's the Jedi battle master, dude. So of course he was gonna be tough. You yeah. Know? But, uh, I found another but, trailer. We'll watch it. Talking about. And um, then. Oh, and then uh, and then there's a mission where you know you play as Vader, you go to Mustafar to exterminate the Separatist Council. So they like expand on the movie and they show you things that were not in the movie, man. It's like 
God, I. It makes me sad because we didn't get to see that stuff in the movie. Mm-hmm. But like, it's so cool seeing it like in the game and actually playing through it. And then one other thing is that they have an alternate ending to this game. Yep. Where like, if you defeat Vader with Obi Wan, then you replay the same level as Vader, and then you have to kill Obi Wan on Mustafar. Mm-hmm. When you do, there's a the cutscene is. It is something, man. Like I, I, it is. It is. Oh man! Oh my God! This trailer. I remember it so so bad. Yeah. No, I remember. I remember the little the little flip, the little little spinny spinny slash Damn. he does right there yeah, right that, before the title. That little that little, that little like last R- yeah that little right thing here. he did there. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That thing right there. I remember so vividly, man. From I like remember 15, it. Years yeah. God damn! Fucking nostalgia. Anyway. uh there's an alternate ending, which is like it changes all of Star Wars. Like if that would have happened, mm-hmm. uh, but, but it's a really fun. Like it's like an how would I describe this game? It is. It's an action game. It's like a you know you, you just you know you you're you're basically killing shit mission by mission. But uh, it's it's super fun. It's one of these like nostalgia games for me. But I would love to see it again, uh, with you know modernized. Because I think a lot of people would really, really enjoy that uh, nowadays. Uh, and yeah, they did do an Order sixty six in the game where you're run, where you're playing as Obi Wan, and then you have to like run away. It's it's crazy, dude. Like you forget that like Jedi during Order sixty six, not only have to fight off the battle droids or not only the uh, the clone troopers, but they have to fight off the battle droids and stuff too, man. Like you're fighting, you're you're alone fighting everyone. So that mission when you're Obi Wan after Order sixty six. You have to kill clones and droids, and it is it's some shit, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's a great game, dude. It's a, it's a really fun game from 15 years ago that I would love to uh to see again. Um, but yeah, that's uh second one on my list. All right, yeah, I agree with your list. I want that remake. <laughs> um. Yeah. The next one that I have will be a no surprise to anybody. It is the movies. Oh uh, boy, yes sir. Uh, um, it is impossible to buy this game now. You literally legally cannot buy it. You have to download it from a third party website because uh, it was made by Lionhead Studios, and which has gone bankrupt. Uh, technically, I think it's owned by Microsoft, but uh, like, there's no way to get your hands on this game now. Um, but the premise of the game is you are, um, building a movie studio and you make your own movies, uh, Machinima and all that was big and popular during this time. And, and, uh, it's like the tycoon games kind of, um, and there were like two ways to play it. You could, you could cheat and like set yourself to have all the money and all the things unlocked and you could just make movies if you wanted to. And then it had like a, you go through the different area eras of owning a movie, movie studio, so you go from like the black and white days all the way up to like modern CG and all that stuff. Um, I would love a remake of this because we made so many. You can make so many of your cool little stories making movies. Um, I uh, anybody that's seen our troops, troops, which was a little just stupid thing we did random. I did randomly for fun in the game, and it ended up becoming this, the whole thing that everybody like we watch it and crack up at it because it's ridiculous. Troops. <laughs> the trilogy or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah it's so silly and so much fun oh, I would love a remake of this um, because I love 
like the Sim games, little and little tycoon games where you own your own little theme park. Um, and I, as you know, I'm a DM for D and D, so I love telling stories and being able to to make movies from the little stories. You can, I like doing it without dialogue, because you can, um, which you can add by the way. You can add your own dialogue. You can add your own music and stuff like that, and you could set it to um, like move with your lips and stuff. It looks like the characters are actually talking to each other. Um, uh, but I really like doing it without that stuff. Just so, so you, because I like being able to tell a story that you could tell even without sound, you know. Um, and you could do that in the movies. Still waiting on a remake, complete remake. Um, and with love it, love it, love it, love it. Oh yeah, then they had an expansion pack where they had like stunts and effects. <laughs> Falling down. Oh my goodness. So much fun. Yeah, this is this is one of those games that I I didn't play, but like I, I would watch Josh play it and it's it's fun to watch, man. Like just seeing like create like your 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 movie studio and like all getting all the actors and everything. It's it's pretty neat, man. I I feel like there would be many people who would love to see a uh another one of these games like i i remember if you're if i if i'm not mistaken not too long ago there was a reddit post about somebody saying they should redo the movies right mm -hmm. there sure was um so i'm not the only person out there that wants it there's other people that want it too also make it super yeah. mod compatible the old one was mod compatible compatible that's why i had x-wings and tie fighters and million falcon on solo luke skywalker and fucking stormtroopers everything for troops yeah. um Oh my god, uh, I, uh, I love it. I love it. It would be, it would be a good one. So if you guys are listening out there, if you have the power to make this happen, you gotta make it happen, man. Putting it out into the ether, it's gonna happen. Gotta make it happen. Yeah. What do you got next, man? Uh, my next one is my last Star Wars game of the list, and it is. Uh, Star Wars, uh, Galactic Battlegrounds. Oh yeah, uh, which is the Empire, or no, rewind. It is the Age of Empires two style Star Wars RTS game. Um, so here's my here's my thing with this one. This is one of those games. This is like one of my earlier PC games that I used to play a lot of mm -hmm. uh, when I was younger. I fucking love this game, man. So the original game was Star Wars Galactic Battlegrounds. came out in 2001. Then in 2002, they came out with an expansion called Clone Campaigns, which pretty much added all the Attack of the Clone stuff to the game. Um, I, I, I adore this game, dude. To this day, I still play it every once in a while because there's I'm going to shout out a, uh, a mod... Uh, called uh star wars galactic battlegrounds expanding fronts i believe is what it's called uh, the nostalgia. The nostalgia. Yeah, man. i would love if they remade this game like kind of how like they're doing with age of empires right like they're like you know updating those games mm -hmm. do that for this game but then also add revenge of the sith Clone Wars, Rebels, 
like all all the like Mandalorian, like add all the new all the newer stuff that was not available before, and and put it into this and put it into an updated version of this game. People would fucking lose their shit over this, man. I I would if they announced a new re, a remake with updated content for this game. I would I would lose my fucking mind if they did that. <laughs> I would go ape shit. I'd fucking I don't even pre-order games. I'd probably pre-order it, man. So I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna show some of the expanding fronts. You sh- dude, it's you should because they add like a lot of. There's a lot of stuff on there, man. It's uh, let me see if I can get you the uh. Oh yeah, you found it. Yeah, it's right. It was right next to it. Or okay. I found I found a video that says expanding fronts trailer. So. Yeah, that's that's what it is. Yeah, so. Basically, they add a bunch of like, look at that, dude. They had like a bunch of star destroyers, and they had like stuff that was not in the original game, right? Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, the original game was only episode four, five, six, Phantom Menace. Then the expansion, they added uh, Attack of the Clones. So anything post, anything after two thousand two is not in the game. So these guys, they've been working on this mod for. Like I think since 2012, dude. Like they've been working on it for years. They've made look at that. They've added like stuff from the sequels. They've added stuff from Clone Wars, from Revenge of the Sith. They've added so much stuff, so much like so many things that you can put like in a scenario editor. I don't know if you, I don't know how much you've messed with the scenario editor. In the... I messed with it back in the day because I like just having big massive fights. <laughs> yeah. So so they've added new planets, new like things you can use in the scenario editor new units like they i think i believe they even made like the unit like capacity like remember there was like a certain limit to it right they made it so you can have more units on the field now too and like it's it's this mod is like one of the one of my favorite mods ever because it 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 adds so much to a game that i spent so much time on and it is really cool man it is really cool like i i would i seriously recommend this mod like if you if you were ever into this game you got to try it out because I'm sure there's going to be something you're going to have fun with playing playing this one. Uh, it's it's pretty great, and I if I'm not mistaken, I think they recently uh, came out with a new update as well. Um, the last update was May 17th, I believe, so it was not too long ago. Uh, so yeah, they uh, it's it's a it's a really really fun mod for uh, for a really cool game. But yeah, I mean, if if they did a if they did a remake for Galactic Battlegrounds, I would I lose my shit. I, I I it would be amazing. Um. So again, anyone who has the power out there, you gotta do it because this game is a classic Star Wars game. Oh yeah. And that is my third and final Star Wars game on the list. So don't worry, everyone. You already know. That I love Star Wars, but I couldn't make this entire list of Star Wars games. I, I got other stuff. Don't worry about it. I got other stuff. Anyway, that's that's my number three. Y'all ready to go back in time with me to a faraway place? Mm-hmm. Let me see what year this came out. I wanna. I wanna so see the year of nineteen ninety something. Nineteen ninety seven. With uh. a with a little old developer called Bungie. Oh. Um. Allow me to introduce you guys to Myth, the Fallen Lords. So, I actually, huh. years later, did not realize this was made by Bungie. Um, 
I just remember playing it as a kid. Um, Interesting. This uh, is a game that I, I'll be honest, I never even heard of. Myth of Fallen Lords, yes. Uh, so this came out in 97. I was seven years old. I remember going to CompUSA, which, uh, do any of you guys ever remember the stories CompUSA? I have no idea. I think they're all, like, bankrupt now. Um, <laughs> um, which was, like, where you could go and you could buy computer stuff, uh, like hardware, and also video games. And they had the computer stations set up to play uh, demos, and Myth of Fallen Lords was one of the demos that I played. Because that's what you do when you're a kid. You're playing the demos. And I had a dad that was a gamer. Um, and specifically, he liked playing games on the PC, even in, like, the 90s. Um, and Myth of Fallen Lords was one of them, along with Command & Conquer. Um, but um, the game is, like... It, it had, like, two campaigns, like a good campaign and a bad guy campaign. Mm-hmm. And... Um, it was like it's kind of like a I want to say real time strategy, and you would pick like this is so pixelated you can't understand at all what's happening. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you have to understand this game was from this, from ninety seven. Ninety seven, um, yeah. Um, so there's like the, the 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 undead guys, which is that's them walking out of the water, and they're like killing people, and it's your job to stop them. And you had like dwarfs, and other um, fantasy races, um, to help. So to help you fight, so it, it was kind of inspired by Command and Conqueror and Warcraft and those types types of games, and it was made by Bungie, who would later go on to make Halo, which is I had I didn't realize this was made by Bungie all those years ago. Um, it's crazy. Let me get you guys like some more info on it exactly what. It, um, because I I I I think this is one of those games where people are like, what the fuck is that? So, uh, Myth of Fallen Lords was a real-time tactics video game. It was developed by Bungie for Microsoft Windows in 1997. Um, Bungie, at the time, Bungie was known primarily as developers of Mac games. And Fallen Lords was the first game they had developed and released simultaneously for both PC and Mac. It is the first game in the Myth series, and it it also includes a sequel called Myth 2 Soul Blighter which is set 60 years after the first game, which was also developed by Bungie, and they also had a, a, um, a third game that was like a pre- And the game tells the story of a battle between the forces of light and those of the dark for control of an unnamed mythical land. The dark are led by Balor and a group of lieutenants, the t- titular uh, the Fallen Lords, whilst the light are led by the Nine, powerful sorcerers known as the Avatara, chief among whom is Alric. The game begins in in the seventeenth year of the war in the West, some fifty years since the rise of Balor, with the forces of light on the brink of defeat, and almost the entire land is under the domain of the dark, with only one major city and a few smaller towns remaining under the control of the light. The plot follows the activities of the Legion, an elite unit in the Army of the Light, as they attempt to turn back the tide and defeat Balor. Um, I just remember playing the shit out of it as a kid. And I'm like, I want it again. <laughs> uh, I doubt this will ever get remade. I doubt we'll ever see another Myth game. But I'm putting oh, it into the ether. Yeah, right. Putting it out there. I want it, please. Nostalgia. <laughs> uh, I loved it. I don't know if anybody has no idea what the fuck it is. But it is a thing. 
Um, I, mean, shit, I, I didn't know about it, but I mean, it looks pretty cool. You know? <laughs> it looks pretty neat, dude. I'm not gonna lie, it looks pretty. pretty yeah, uh, it is cool, man. super old. Hell yeah, man. Good stuff, dude. What's what you got next? My number four game is Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Oh shit! I would love if they remade this game, dude. Give it is two, probably my favorite Grand Theft Auto game of all time. Uh, I spent many an hour on this game uh, back in the day. I used to put in uh, all kinds of like cheat codes, and like I'd get like a car and fly it to the highest building in the game. I'd go to the mountains and find Bigfoot, mm-hmm. or try to find Bigfoot if he even was in the game. But apart from all that silly shit that I was that I was just talking about, this is a really like fun story and like this character of CJA and like like it's like as somebody who like lives in LA, like I I, I you know of course I'm gonna like this game because <laughs> uh, Los Santos is the fictional LA. As we know, because they used it again in GTA Five. Uh, but yeah, this this is one of those like games that, to me, would be so cool to see like remade and like in modern in the modern times, you know. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, this is a 2004 game, so it's not as old as some of these other games that we've talked about. But I mean, like it's still like it's it's a PS2 game, you know. So like. It's 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 outdated now at this point. It's like I could still play it and probably have fun with it, but like, I don't know, man. It w- it would just be like, it would be one of those games that would be so cool to revisit now and to see how it would look with modern, uh, in in a modern light, you know. Uh-huh. Um, because I mean, who doesn't love a good a good GTA game, man? I- and like to me, those like PS2 era ones, we're talking about like, you know the three that came like right after each other those were all like fantastic man and this one to me is my favorite one obviously we all know what kind of game gta is so i'm not going to get into like oh this is like like you know this is gta is this kind of game or whatever like either you know like you know what kind of game gta is i feel like this is one of the isn't this like the first one where it was like if you ate a lot you got super fat and if you worked out a lot you got super ripped Yep. <laughs> I loved shit like that. I remember thinking that's so cool. You change how you look by what you do in the yeah, game. Yeah, and then you could like change the hair, your hair. Like you could yeah. go to the barbershop. You go to the fucking barbershop. You could have a fucking. You could be bald, and you get a haircut and be like, "Oh, I got, I got a full fro now. What's up with that, man?" <laughs> It'd be. It, it was. It was fun, man. It was many, many a good time playing this game. It's. Uh, yeah. Again, it's. One of those games that I, another one of those games that I've spent so much time with. Uh, I played it a wh- hell of a lot, man. I played it a hell of a lot. All you had to do was Dude. follow the damn train, CJ. I mean, yeah, man, follow the damn train, CJ. But yeah, this is to me, this would be one of those ones that I would love to see again. Uh, and I know that you know they're they're gonna be making new games and they're probably working on GTA Six or whatever, which you know it's, it's cool and all, but. I just think it would. I don't know if this is ever gonna happen, but I think it would be neat to like see this game again and uh, and uh, you know 
how to see how an updated version of this game will look. So I'd love I'd love to see it personally. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's uh that's my number five. All right. Who wants to take a trip with me to nineteen ninety-four? Because oh, we're going back, boys. Um, oh boy. Um if I can find a trailer for this. Um we're going to the arcades. And uh, here's what we're going to watch at the arcades, y'all. And here's what I want remade because it's so ridiculous. I want what it. What is it? <laughs> what is it? Primal Rage. Oh, man. Who remembers Primal Rage? I remember Primal Rage. It was a fighting yeah. game from 1994 where you picked yeah, look at that, dude. like prehistoric characters and they fought each other. <laughs> Holy uh, shit. That's I, I remember I want a remake of this. I, I, I put this purely on here for like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, pretty much. Um, it had Holy finishers. Shit, it had blood and gore. I love this trailer, by the way. This trailer is so 90s. I was amazed. Uh, I was amazed. That's so good. Oh, this actually shows I'm making the fucking fighting moves. That's pretty cool. Um, uh, That's great, dude. That is like really uh, fucking cool. You know Mortal Kombat inspired all this shit. And then Primal yeah. Rage came. Oh, my oh, goodness. Man, that's funny, dude. Um... I remember going to arcades and playing this. I remember you had a home version for like, uh, oh my god, but I don't remember which system. One of the old systems, you could get Primal Rage and fucking play it. Just dinosaurs fighting, <laughs> prehistoric characters fighting. That dude, that was that was fantastic to see, man. That was that was. Hilarious. Uh, from night, we'll go back to 1994. Primal Rage. It's on my list. I want it remade. Make it happen. You you want them to keep those uh the dinosaurs looking like that or or what? I mean yeah yeah hell yeah right I, I mean make them look it. make them look good but yeah <laughs> yeah for a nineteen ninety four game that looked pretty dope actually I'd still fucking play that shit <laughs> uh, that's, that's oh goodness that that might be the oldest game on I think it is. <laughs> Probably. I don't. I don't know if I have anything that. Old. I don't know if I have anything that old on here. In nineteen ninety four, it was all the rage yeah. in the arcades. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I think that was the game I was talking about when I was like, "Man, I got a game on here. It's gonna make people go like, what the fuck?'" <laughs> <laughs> it's Primal Rage. <laughs> oh, oh man, my face hurts. What do you got next, Bill? So my next one is another GTA game, but this time we're going to 2002 with GTA Vice City, baby. Oh my goodness, I love me some Vice City. So again, very similar to what I was saying with GTA San Andreas. I didn't play this one as much as San Andreas, but um, I still played a good chunk of it. Um, I just... To me, the the like the allure to, the, to having this game remade is again just replaying through the story and just like the '80s vibe of of you know the Miami the whole Miami Vice type thing in the '80s is. We all remember those trailers. So far away. We yeah, all was, remember those trailers on TV. 
I uh, would love to go to play this game again. Mm-hmm. Looking like as fresh as new games are today nowadays. Fucking Scarface. Like, just could you imagine? It would be, oh my god, dude. Chainsaw motherfucker. Yeah, right. Like, just. I mean, to be honest, I, I would, I would be fine if they like just made GTA Six take place in uh, in 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 Vice City or or yeah, like yeah. we talked about before. But it would also be really cool to see uh, this game remade. So I mean, to be honest, either way, I'd be fine if they just do like a new Grand Theft Auto game that's set in Vice City. Yeah, I want to go back but to Vice it, City, man. But but if they don't, I'd love to see this a, rem- a remake of this game because I want to go back to Vice City, uh, but have it look am- like just um, like just imagine like the lighting and the oh man. Just th- just thinking about a modern Vice City is. I wanna. Just not so, I wanna. So good. I wanna work for old man Tommy Frizzetti now, man. Tommy Frizzetti, man. Yeah, I'd work for him. I wanna play the character that works for Tommy. Your boy, dude. Oh my goodness, that'd be dope. Old man now. Yeah, so, like I said, this is a 2002 game, PS2 era. I mentioned it like during the uh, when I was talking about San Andreas a little bit earlier. Is that like these three games that came back to back to back, like. GTA 3, Vice City, San Andreas. I mean, to be honest, all three of these would be quote of C remade. But uh, the ones that I played the most was uh, primarily with San Andreas, then Vice City. Uh, and then, you know, three would be cool. But like, personally, that's the one that I spent the least time amount in. But I mean, I'd be down for that one, too, honestly. I don't know um, if I haven't played three. Those, but yeah, those three, like back to back to back, that three Pete right there of just the PS2 era GTA games. Those would be really cool to see remade. <laughs> this um, also had one of the most frustrating missions in all of any video game ever, the fucking RC helicopter. Oh, God. I, I Fuck that mission. I hated that mission so <laughs> Those much. Those controls too. are so hard. <laughs> it, was, it was so trash. That mission pissed me off, but the rest of the game was so good. And I don't know. Just Again, like I just, I just love to see... A, 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 I love to see the, the city of Vice City. Uh, and and you know the the story to this game and just all of it come together in a new, fresh, updated look for this game. Um, yeah, man, come on, Rockstar, give it to us, because uh, I'm sure there's, I'm not the only one that would that would love to see this happen. Yeah, and boy. again, like like, and again, just just to finally cut ca- and end my little talk about this here real quick is that. I'd love if they just like made a new a new Grand Theft Auto game set in my city. Like I'll settle for that. But if not, then come on, man. They got they got to do this. They got to remake Vice City. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, that's uh that's it for me though for this one. I would love I would love to go back to Vice City. I, I want to be the dude that works for Tommy, <laughs> and then probably kills him at the end. <laughs> that's how my city that's how uh, those games go alright next on my list is a Lionhead game from the now defunct Lionhead Studios I've talked about this before it's called Black and White and oh. um uh what happens is it opens up with um uh this couple and their child and their child's running out into the ocean and he's drowning and they pray for a god to save them and thus you are born uh, God, you are the God of a floating hand in the sky, and you pluck their kid out of the water and put him on land, and they start worshiping you. 
and uh, eventually you um, you help build up their um, village. Um, you get, make sure they have food, you make sure they have wood, and you can perform miracles for them. And eventually you get a creature that's kind of like a representation of you. And if you're a good god, your hand is nice and, and good and glowy gold. But if you're an evil god, you go, you know, it turns like this evil demonic red. And your creature also mm. reflects your personal affinity. So if, the, if you're good, they look like a good, a good, a good creature. If they look, if you look evil, they are a bad creature. And then there's other villages and there's other gods in the world. Um, and that's right, you made, you made miracles by drawing on the land. So you could make a fireball and throw it at people and kill them. <laughs> you could, uh, and here's your creatures. And you could pet them. And they learn. They would learn things. They would learn what you taught them. You could teach them to go to the bathroom. You could, um, um, you could, uh, so they don't poop in the village. You could teach them to poop in the farms. If they poop in the farms, they get fertilized and they grow more food. Um, they could become friends with other creatures and they could also fight other creatures. Like mm. this. There's that cow. He's fighting that tiger right there. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, this game was dope. It looks ridiculous. What the hell? It looks ridiculous, but I promise you this game was the shit back in the day. Oh my um, god, that's that's crazy, dude. I, I wish it would run on modern systems, because I swear to God I would play the shit out of it. Um, I would love for this to be remade. And it has a story mode. It has a story mode, and it's got other gods in it, and um, they have creatures, and you fight their creatures, and, and, and you fight them, and you try to convert their villagers to worshipping you. Um, you gotta manage your people's needs. Um... I guess it had a multiplayer, but I don't remember this. I don't remember having that's, a multiplayer. That is, that's something, man. Why is there a big naked man dancing? I don't remember that. <laughs> what the shit? Um, <laughs> uh, um, they had a sequel that was not as good as the original uh, called Black and White 2. Uh, the world is what you make it. Um, it was just a lot of fun, and I miss it uh, very much. Uh, yeah, yeah, an advanced Tamagotchi and Pokemon. Exactly. That game came out, by the way, in 2001. Oh, wow. So, God, I miss it. I miss it so much. I remember playing it so much, too. I'm going to leave this wiki page open and be like, there's a way I can play the modern system. <laughs> I, I mean, I, from, from my research, you can't play it without having the old CDs. <sighs> I got them somewhere, actually. I gotta go dig them out. Well, that's the only way you can play them, apparently, so you gotta, you gotta do it, man. Uh, or I could wait for the remake that's gonna happen because I put the vibes out there. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, right? I of wish. Course. I wish. <laughs> I wish. Microsoft does own it, so they own Lionhead. Right. What was Lionhead? What you got next? I'm gonna go with my mech game here. Oh, Lord. Uh, here's a mech game for you guys. This is a PS2 mech game. Re initial release of August 29th, 2002. Uh, it is a game known as Rad or Robot Alchemic Drive. Uh, it is a video game developed by Sandlot and it was published by Enix. Uh, it was released in Japan and North America. So basically, you control this giant uh, robot called the Mega Knight. 
and uh, you're basically like humanity's last uh, defense against uh, some like aliens race called the Volgara. Uh, and you're not like in the cockpit of the robot, um, but you're on foot, basically like using the remote control, uh, having to control the robot. This is and you kind of and you. And you kind of have to like switch back and forth between the, the 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 person and then the robot to play, and it was uh it was something, man. It was I uh, it's a game that I like, I I didn't play a whole lot of. I wish I could have, but I I did play a little bit of it, and I and I would replay the like op- the beginning of it quite a bit. It was just one of those things that like, I I to me like I love to see this. Like I'd I'd replay the shit out of this if they remade it. Like I'd love to see an updated version of this. It's actually oh, really it's really hard to find a trailer for this. I'll be honest. All yeah, I'm finding it, is a lot of like uh HD though. Like, yeah, it's uh this looks like it. Let's see. I mean yeah, it's a it's a two thousand two game, man. It's uh This is one of the ones that I was like, man, I remember playing some of this, but I wish I would have played the rest of it. And dude, I'd love to go back and uh, and replay this if they ever did like a modern version of it. Be be awesome. I like mech games. They don't get a. Yeah, dude, I'm not like normally super into them, yeah. but man, I'd replay the shit out of I'd, I'd play the shit out of this if they ever like did a modern version of it. Mm-hmm. An updated version of it. So yeah, I mean, I just this is my uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, this is my this is my number seven, man. I just I want it. I, I, I'm not super into med games, but if they did this one, dude, I'd be all over it. I'd be all over it. it. Was it was really fun? Just like like even just playing the demo. Like I don't like. I had like one of those. You remember those old? Um, well, I don't know if you remember, but like back in the day when you when you like get the PlayStation Mag, the magazine back in back mm-hmm. in the early two thousands or whatever, they'd give they'd send you like these little demo discs of like stuff that's coming out or whatever. And like I used to play those demo discs a lot, and and this game was in that demo disc, and I remember replaying that a whole lot. And uh, yeah, man, I would. Uh, I'd love this. I would love to to see this game come back because again, normally I'm not huge on the mech games, but I would play the shit out of this one if they remade it. Yeah, demo discs were absolutely the bomb. I used to love them back in the day. Yeah. But yeah, that's my uh, that's my number uh, seven robot alchemic drive, otherwise known as Rad. That game was super rad though. <laughs> um, all right. For my next game, I can't find a trailer for it. I can find tons of people playing it, uh, but I don't want to show their stuff without their permission. Um, uh, the next game I would like to see ram- remade is Rampage World Tour specifically, because I have a oh. lot of uh, um, nostalgia for it. Um, I wish I wish I could find a trailer. Unfortunately, I can't. Um, but that's the way it be. So. Rampage World Tour was released in 1997. It is the second game in the Rampage series. Um, it was developed as an arcade game by Midway. Um, and basically the game is... Um, there's these three giant monsters. George, who is a... Um, 
the monkey, I believe, yeah, the big the monkey, giant yeah. monkey. Uh, Lizzie, the, monkey. the lizard. Which is the lizard. And Ralph, the uh, wolf. The werewolf. The yeah. wolf, yeah. That's the um, werewolf. Yeah, the wolf. Um, uh, they've been released due to an explosion at Scum Labs facility, and they've grown into giant monsters. And they go around eating people, um, destroying um, buildings, and uh, trying not to get destroyed. You controlled, you picked, a, you picked a monster, and you controlled them, and they go around and like try to destroy stuff. Um, uh, this isn't going to be a very long explanation because it's not it wasn't a very long game. It was just a lot of fun. Um, and I think it had uh, like a. Yeah, the arcade version supported up to three players. Um, so you could have up to three monsters playing with you at the arcades. I would love for this particular version to be remade just because I have so much nostalgia for it. And, and I uh, loved it very much. I played through this game a whole lot too on the N64. Yeah, it's, it came out on multiple was, systems. Yeah, it was one of those games that I played a lot of on the, on the Nintendo 64. It was one of my heavy rotation games on, on that system. So I, I I definitely uh, this would this would I would I it's not on my list but I would yeah man I'd be down for a remake of this as well dude I, hell yeah dude I think I played it's, it on Nintendo sixty four but I also had it on Game Boy Color because I remember going up to my grandmother's and taking my Game Boy and playing it when I spent the night one time uh but yeah hell of a hell of a lot of fun. Hell yeah, man! I'm 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 down. I'm all for I'm all for this one. All one. right, what do you got next? My next one is uh, Perfect Dark, which is a an, another Nintendo sixty four game. This one is uh, another game developed by Rare and owned by you know obviously Microsoft now, but uh, it was an N sixty four. Uh, like a, it's it's an FPS basically. Yeah, try to find it. But but uh, you're you follow the character of Joanna Dark, and uh, there's a campaign. Uh, there's some there's some multiplayer stuff, but I don't remember that too much because I I was I mainly played the single player uh things. Um, but it was kind of like a spiritual successor to Goldeneye. Yeah. Um. You know, what's funny is I never played. Uh, I never played this game. Yeah, this this game was fun, man. I I played it a lot on the N sixty four, and I didn't. I never got like too far into the game, but like I remember playing like the early stuff a lot because I would replay that a whole hell of a lot. Man, that is and super that, Goldeneye, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, it was it was like a spiritual successor to Goldeneye. So I mean, if you were into Goldeneye, Perfect Dark is the game for you. Um. Pew, pew, pew. So yeah, man, I I would love if they like did a remake of this because I feel like this game, if they like redid it for nowadays, I think it would do pretty well. Because uh, who doesn't want to play a game like this, man? Literally, when I say spiritual successor to Goldeneye, like you could like like Josh knew right away. He's like, oh, that looks super Goldeneye. <laughs> yeah, no, it so is. The you moment know, it's a fun game, dude. The moment they showed her jumping down and the camera went into the back of her head, I was like, yep, just like fucking Goldeneye. Uh, huh? uh, but yeah, I never played this. I don't know why. Yeah, man, it's it's fun. It it was one of those the the game the, the plot of the game, which why which you're wondering if you're wondering like what the hell is this shit going on here? It's set in the year 2023. Uh, against the 
there's like an interstellar war between two alien races, which is why you saw those aliens in the trailer. And uh, the the there's like the uh, the like typical gray aliens that you know were like, yeah. So you know, uh, so like put into a you know pop pop culture or whatnot. And then the 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 Skadar, which are like the uh, reptilian, uh, uh, alien race that are they use like a cloaking device or whatever. But it's a pretty it was a pretty like it's a pretty cool game, man. I I again I never really got too far. Um, but yeah, man, it, it, I I I would repl- I would play the shit out of this if they uh, if they redid it because mm-hmm. I feel like it would be pretty perfect for uh it'd be pretty it's it's pretty prime for the for like a remake uh this game originally came out in the year 2000 uh so 20 years ago uh on the uh on the n64 um but yeah i uh I'd, i'd love to see it man i'd love to see it they did a remaster like 10 years ago but you know, it's 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 only a remaster. I love I'd love to see a, a remake, which is what we're talking about here. Yep. Yeah. Um. Wait. Um. The next thing on my list is. Um. I have Star Fox 64. Hell yeah! Uh, I, I I put this on here. I knew I knew Daniel would love it. Um, Hell yeah! I actually expected it to be on your list somewhere. Um, it's not, but uh, well, it's it's not because like they could just make like a new Star Fox game. Like it's it's for me. It's like one of those things where like if they made a new game, I like I would be fine with it if it was like good. They for some reason they could never live up to like that old 64 game, man. Like every every new every game they've come out with to me has not lived up to the hype of that 64 game so yeah i don't know i mean i'd love if they did a remake of that one but like i don't know i, just, I would uh, love a from the ground up remake um because i remember playing it playing the shit out of it this is um, one of my heavily this is one of my heavy rotation 64 games man yep yep uh do a barrel roll we all remember it do a barrel roll. i also yeah, remember I, I not being very so good at it i remember getting my ass kicked a lot <laughs> uh um barrel roll. I think this is like the anniversary edition trailer because I couldn't find a um an actual old school trailer. But man, I remember playing the f- mother effer out of it. I'll tell you that. Um Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. I remember always getting stuck on like the what is it? I think it's like a boss fight at the end of the level where you fight like some giant robot thingy. Something like that. Something like that. It's been a while since I played Star Fox 64, but I just remember having such fond memories of it as a young lad. And I wanna, I wanna, yeah. I wanna remake. I love Star Fox 64, dude. I love Star Fox 64. I actually find it kind of funny just to, while we have a moment here to talk about how I have a few, quite a few, like. Things that I played on Nintendo, whereas like in the recent years, I've never been like a big Nintendo guy. So, right. 
Um, I mean, that's that's kind of like same for me though. Like I've never like I like I was super into Nintendo during the '64 GameCube days, mm-hmm. but like so after that, I like I wasn't like not like you know what I mean. Like I wasn't like that in, like not as much into it as I used to be. But I'm I'm getting like slowly more into Nintendo again. Yeah, because I mean, because I, I got a Switch now, and like I I I pretty much want them to like remake all like a lot of old '64 and GameCube games from that era. Like I'm glad that they're 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 like putting um, stuff like Super Mario Sunshine. They're bringing that to the Switch, which you know I can't wait to play that. That's gonna be fun. Uh, and just you know just things like that that I, yeah, man, it, it it's it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun going through uh, if they bring back all these old games that they because I mean Nintendo does that a lot anyway for like the NES games and like a lot of the SNES and old stuff they like. Every every time there's a new system, they like keep bringing them back. So I'm like, why wouldn't what, like come on, man, give us some of the mm-hmm. give us some of the 64 GameCube stuff now, man. So it's been it's been enough time. Enough time has passed. So I'm ready for it, man. I, I'm 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 all about it. What you got next, man? Next for me is uh, we're we're sticking with Nintendo because I have Pokemon Stadium. Oh, did you play Pokemon Stadium? Ba, 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 I think ba, ba, I did, ba, 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 but it's been so long. Yeah, Pokemon Stadium. There's a Pokemon Stadium one and a Pokemon Stadium two. I uh, I played Pokemon Stadium a lot. Uh, I used to. They had these mini games that you could do. Um, that I used to play with a lot with uh, like cousins and family a lot back in the day. That was a fun game, man. Uh, to me, that's probably my favorite Pokemon game ever. Uh, along with, along with a quick, along with a quick honorable mention, Pokemon Snap, which would be cool too. But uh, we're talking about Pokemon Stadium here in particular. Uh, the OG Pokemon Stadium, Pokemon Stadium Two was fun as well, but uh, Pokemon Stadium One, N sixty four game released uh, firstly in on in Japan. And then, uh, and then over here in in the states, uh, in February of uh, two thousand, um, this this ended up becoming one of the one of the sixty four's best selling titles. Uh, and yeah, man, I it was one of those games that like required the like the, the transfer pack or, or the rumble pack or I don't I don't know, I forget what it was, but you know yeah. how the sixty four had all that old stuff. I mean, I just it's it's my favorite Pokemon game of all time. It came out at a time when I was like more into Pokemon as well, mm-hmm. like you know, like the late nineties, like two thousand, early two thousands type deal. I don't know. It was it was just a fun it was just a fun Pokemon game, man. Like I, it I think I think because of this game also, my love for Dragonite, which is my favorite Pokemon, started. Like I don't know. I just like a lot of the reason why I like Pokemon is due to not only the anime and. Uh, you know the cards but a lot a lot of it if we're if we're gonna if i'm gonna focus on a game it's it's this game for me this is like my my pokemon game that i that i played back in the day was a stadium so yeah man to me if they ever did like a remake of this i would get it for sure because uh one of my favorite uh it's a heavy nostalgia game for me um and I mean, yeah, it, it's you know, I'm all about it. So if they ever did it, I'd I'd get it. 
for sure. Wanna be the very best. That no one ever was. Hell. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, that's my number. Oh, right. One. They had little mini games in it. Yeah, dude, the mini games. I'm telling you, I used those little the, the the stupid like sushi. Yeah, the, I used to play that one all the time, dude. Like the Ekans one where you throw the yeah, the, the snakes over on the fucking yeah, the diglets and the yeah, man. Those I forget about the little mini games. I used to play those mini games with, with family and like cousins and shit so much, dude. So much. So much. So yeah, I definitely uh that's that's a it's a heavy nostalgia game for myself. That's cool. I like how we're just keeping on the uh the Nintendo train here, man. Uh yeah, I think I'm about to derail us though. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it, was just, it was just interesting. Uh, like yeah. Like having so many like back to back, you know. Um Alright. I got one for you. Or maybe maybe I'm not gonna derail this. Um, look really quick actually, because I actually don't know what this came out on. Oh, this came out on everything. Okay, I got you. Um, allow me to take you to a time mm-hmm. where football and pain became one with NFL <laughs> Blitz. I I knew uh, that's where you were going. Uh, I knew that's what you were going. As soon as you said uh, the line, I was like, "All right, that's where we're going." Uh, NFL Blitz was so much fun. It was football, but it was also beating the hell out of <laughs> out of each other. Um, let me see if I can find some. Uh, I think this is some gameplay of it. Um, oh, yeah, man. I got fond memories of. Uh, when when I say NFL Blitz though, I don't say just I, I'm when I say Blitz, I, it's really more of the entire series of Blitz. I want to see come, series, come yeah. yeah, I get you. I really wanted to make a comeback because it was about I, it was football, but it was beating the hell out of, <laughs> yeah, I, out figured, of each other. I figured you were talking about the whole series because you didn't add yeah. like a subtitle onto it or anything. Else, yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I get you. Um, in some of the later games, you get stupid, crazy like power moves. I want to say, and you get like power pile drivers and shit. I just remember having so much fun. Um, get out of the options menu there. Um, uh, because, oh my god, of course they show the Falcons. I just want to pause for a moment, which is my team, by the way. <laughs> Up here in the corner. Fighting the Buccaneers. Still are one of our most hated rivals. Um, um, I don't know. Uh, I just remember in the later games, uh, you could throw out... Yeah, you could throw, like, big bombs... And rockets, and and you could just when you hit somebody, you fucking hit somebody, right? Like it hurt. And in some of the later games, you could literally just beat the shit out of somebody while they were laying on the ground. <laughs> it was so hilarious. Oh my god, that was me. Um, but yeah, I would love a return to NFL Blitz because it made football fun, and it was a lot different than just fucking Madden every goddamn year. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I want to return to Blitz. I feel like a lot of people probably remember playing Blitz and some of the some of the uh, not as aged as the first one Blitz games. They also had like the football versions. I mean, the baseball versions. I mean, also yeah, like okay, like no. <laughs> I I remember playing. There's there's similar like basketball and soccer games that I played. There's yeah. like FIFA. There was FIFA Street for the soccer games, and then there was uh. 
uh, NBA Street for the like the basketball ones. And I, yeah, man, it, it, you could like fucking you could like knock somebody out and then like dunk on them or some mm-hmm. you know some crazy ass shit in those like street games, man. And I miss them. Yeah, man. They, yeah, they they sh- they should make more sports games that are like a little bit more aggressive, like that, man. Yeah. Fuck it, dude. Like, fucking bring them out, man. Um. So from one sports game to another, because guess what? My next game is also a sports game. Oh damn! Surprisingly, um, or not surprisingly, but mine is a soccer game. It is FIFA World Cup 2006. Uh, so this game is probably never going to get remade because it's, because it's specifically about a, a world cup that is at this point, uh, like 14 years old is it's about a specific event from, from the past, but this game to me, uh, I, I, I hate to say this again, but I have many an hour in this game. I played this game so damn much back in the day. Back on the PS2 days, um, as a huge uh, fan of of the sport, uh, I man, I would play this game so damn much. The 2006 World Cup to me is like my favorite World Cup of all time, just because I would it, it, that that World Cup really got me into the sport, mm-hmm. and I played this game like a hell of a lot. I, I would I would so. You know how they have like in sports games, like or let me start again. In this particular game, they uh, that in this particular game, they uh, obviously you can choose a team and then like you know make your way to the World Cup and like you know you you could basically take like one of the shittiest teams in the world and like turn them into the into a champion, dude. Mm. Like, I, like it's. It's like it's like no different from like playing like a another like a sport like let's say like like an like an NFL game. Mm-hmm. You could take the shittiest team and like you know like a franchise mode like turn them into, you know, turn them into one of the best teams. Except for like this game, obviously you're only doing it. It's one specific tournament, so you're doing it with like in a year or whatever, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah, man, I just both in real life and in the virtual world, the the 2006 FIFA World Cup was one of my favorite things ever and uh i have so many fond memories and so much nostalgia playing this game uh this is just one of those games that really made me love the sport more it made me love you know these kinds of games more and uh yeah man i just it's never gonna get remade but like if if somebody was like yo what's what's a what's a random game you'd like to see remade i'm like fucking fifa world cup 2006 man because i Hell yeah. I I love this game, man. I can I honestly say I've never even I don't even think I've ever picked up a controller when there was a FIFA game on <laughs> to play it. I've never tried it. Yeah, it's uh, uh I I love these games, man. Or I used to love them cuz I I mean I haven't bought a FIFA game in like years, but back when this game came out is when I was like super into them, so. So yeah. Um but that's my uh that's that's my number what? 9. What are what number are we on? Yeah. I don't even know. I haven't been counting. I yeah, actually, I just... actually changed my list a minute ago. I took one out. I was like, eh. I oh, only okay. had, only had that in there for Steven. Um. Wait. Uh, my next game is something we actually mentioned earlier in a segment. Um, but this time I want to see a remake of it. 
which is Tenchu, Wrath of Heaven. Mm. Um, uh, I played the shit out of Tenchu. This is technically, I think this is technically Tenchu 2, I want to say. And the thing that grabbed me about the game, the very first time I saw it, is this trailer. It has awesome music that I can't play here because it'd probably get claimed. But, <laughs> yeah. um, um, it has a, a moment where, uh, we're just gonna watch it. Um, you play, uh, like I said earlier, you played Rikamaru or Ayame, Ayane, uh, one of two of these ninja assassins. Um, to be honest with you, I don't remember a whole lot about the story. I just remember killing the shit out of people in this game as a fucking badass ninja. In the trailer. <laughs> I remember this trailer. And Rick and Mario there. With his, getting his sword. Because he's about to go whoop some ass. Um, and this trailer is three minutes long. So we're going to skip. And he's running, he's running through the woods. This is, I remember this trailer. I remember this trailer so much. Because it That's... transitions and then he's, he's running on this roof. As Ayame is fighting another ninja here. As they're infiltrating this castle thing, this trailer is what sold me on this game. Um, it's pretty. It's a pretty cool looking trailer. Yeah, and that's that's some fast ass running too, by the way. Holy yeah. shit! Fucking ninjas. Yeah, man. Uh, and it has some really cool music that plays, and like it has a cool story moment that happens toward the end of this trailer. You should totally go watch this trailer with sound, by the way. Of Tenchu Wrath of Heaven, if you've never seen it, because it's it's uh it's dope. Also, randomly Superman jump into the sky onto this roof, dodging dodging bullets, and then all of a sudden we're having a boss fight on the roof with this demon dude. <laughs> um, I remember this trailer so clearly when I first saw it for Tenchu. Yeah. Look at that. She's standing on top of the fucking thing, and then he's like over there, and he's like knocks it. Oh my goodness. Love this trailer. Um. Then she gets knocked off, and she's about to fall. And then here comes Rikamaru, and he's like, I'm gonna fight you too. I'm gonna give you the play by play. He's got a sword up there in the corner. He's holding it up. He's going up. Is he gonna strike? Is he gonna save his friend? What's happening? Oh, he cut through the statue. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and then she falls, right? And the music like hits a crescendo right here. And he's like, I gotta get her. And then he saves her. And that's what sold me on the game. That entire scene is what sold me on this game. Um Uh and then it and then I played the game and I was like, oh this is so dope. <laughs> uh it, oh my goodness. Didn't you, Wrath of Heaven. I want it remade. I'd play the shit out of it if it was remade. Uh, we haven't had a good Tenchu game in a in a while. It looks cool, man. I never I never played those games, but uh, yeah, I mean, if they remade it, I I play the shit out of it. Honestly, I feel like Young You would have loved that game. Probably, I I, I probably would have. If, if I, I feel like playing. I feel like Grown You would love that game. <laughs> probably, yeah. I mean, I would. Like, I mean, I'm look, super looking forward to Ghost of Tsushima. It's my most anticipated game. <laughs> yeah. You know, I just I just love that whole vibe and the style of that kind of game. So I mean, I you also I'm had pretty these... sure I would. Dope-ass ninja tools that you could use to kill people? Ah, oh. Ah, oh, Tenchu, I miss you. Uh, what do you got next? I only have two games left, by the way. Alright. This is the last one of my 
like main list, and that is uh, Fable. Oh shit! Uh, Fable. It's like I think the only Xbox game I have on here, but the the Fable for the OG Xbox. I know Josh uh, definitely wants this to happen as well. I do. But I would love if they remade uh, the original Fable because uh, I think that's a pretty damn awesome game. Another Lionhead game. We've had like three Lionhead games on our list right? together. So pretty much bring Lionhead back and bring you know get their games going again. No, but yeah, dude, fucking uh, original Fable. I played it. I played a good, good portion of it. I think I don't. I, to be honest, I don't think I ever beat it. But I started it, and I really enjoyed what I was what I was playing from it. Um, I know there's sequels that they did. But the only one that I've played is the first one, and I think it would be really cool if they if they remade this because this is just one of those games that I could see myself replaying if they like uh, they remade it. I have super nostalgia for this. Yeah, man, it would be Chicken Chaser. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, those fucking NPCs were some assholes, huh? Oh goodness. Um, I got a fable yeah, story. Can... When this game came yeah, out, no, okay. I had um, I had pre-ordered it, and I spent all day at GameStop, down in, down over at Buford, which was really far away because we didn't have a GameStop nearby then. Um, I spent the entire day there while the manager was away picking up the copies of Fable. I was there from that morning. To that afternoon, the sun was going down when the Fable copies came in. I was the first person. I'd been there all day, and the salesperson was like, I'm getting him first because he's been here all day. And they gave me my copy. I was the first person to get Fable out of that store. Um, That's pretty cool. Uh, I think I remember you telling the story, too. That's a, I think I've told story. that story before. Yeah, but it's one that sticks in my mind because I remember it. Because my mom was with me because I was a youngin in them days. <laughs> Uh, back in them, back in them days. I miss Fable. I can't tell you how much I miss my Fable. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be cool if they brought it back, man. Yeah. Um. Uh. You, you got anything else you want to say on Fable? Or? Uh. No. I mean, other than like, I it, it would be cool to uh. It would be cool to see that happen again. Uh, yeah. Or to, to see them bring that back. Um. Cause I mean I love to re- I love to replay it and then like just like play it in general. Cause I, again I never like I have it on here because I played some of it but I didn't like play a whole lot of it you know so mm-hmm. I uh, yeah man I would love to see it so give me that give me that fable. All right, let's go back to 1998 once again with a Nintendo 64 game. Based on a popular movie franchise of Mission Impossible, the video oh, game. Damn. Did you ever play this? No. So, there was a Mission Impossible video game. And you you literally, um, I think it had its own stories. I don't remember if it was based on the movies. I'm trying to find a trailer um, for this. Um... But you could do all the shit that they did in the movies. Like, you could take on disguises. Um, and it was... Here it is. Up over to these. Um, yeah, you did this fucking shit. Fucking went down. Fucking, uh... I guess it is based <laughs> on the movie. 
Wow, it's been a while since I played this, to be honest. Um, yeah, oh my goodness. Yeah, no, I never played this, man. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't like a... I don't think it, it wasn't first person, and you had like a dart gun. Oh, and they had the bump, they had the chewing gum that would fucking explode. Like the movie. <laughs> oh, I don't remember how far I ever got in the story. I don't remember the story that much. Uh, I guess it's based on the movie. But I just remember the first mission where you're, you're all like dressed up as firefighters and shit. And I would love a remake of this. Um, mission Impossible. And like you had to, you could also take like people's faces and stuff like they do in the movies. I miss it. <laughs> that's cool. Uh, yeah, that's that's one of those ones that I I didn't even know that there was that was a thing, man. Yep, yep. It's so, oh, it's real. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that was the last on my main list, and then I have like one honorable mention. I have like ten honorable mentions. So I got you. you. I, I, I'm just gonna go through mine quickly. So if you want to nah, go okay. ahead and do, do yours and all right. Go for um. It. Well, let me do uh my honorable mention. Uh, really quick, and it is Army Men, Sarge's Heroes. Ah. Um. Which I guess was a '64 game, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow, we really went heavy on the '64s here. I mean, there was a good era, dude. Uh, yeah. Wow, I didn't realize that until like I sit here and look at our list. It's a good era for um, games, man. In '64 days. So I, I played the um the RTS Army Men, but in this game you pick you played Sarge. It was like this kind of buff green army man that uh <laughs> was fighting the evil tan army menace, I guess. I can't remember, it's been a while. Uh The Invasion. <laughs> I remember this, these little fucking little cutscenes. Look out of they're jumping out, they got those little things. Um <laughs> Um I grew up with this game. I just remember, I just remember playing the shit out of it, um, because everybody that was a kid in the nineties probably had plastic army men, um, uh, and, and you always imagined the war between the the tan menace and your green your green army dudes who are obviously the good guys. I mean, they're green. How could they not be the good guys? Um, it was just like a fun little arcadey running around shooting bad guys and doing missions. Um, game and this uh, this had a couple sequels. There's Sarge. He's the big buff guy. There he is. Um, he really is buff as fuck. He is. He's buff. He's buff. And then they got like a like a Barbie doll chick in the back. Um, oh right, yeah, yeah. Kinda... That's like Sarge's girl or some shit. I don't remember. It's been a while. When did this come out? I need to look this up. Oh jeez, I have no idea, man. Uh, we're not going to spend a whole lot of time on Ar Army Men, Sarge's War, but I remember playing it. <laughs> or Sarge's Heroes, rather, not Sarge's War. It came out in 1999. Wow, I didn't realize it was that old. That I seems remember, about right. I remember I playing it. Like late 90s I remember playing the absolute crap out of it. Yeah, it was a third-person shoot shooter. Player normally controls Sarge, a sergeant in the Green Army, and fights the evil General Plastro. That's right, like Castro. Plastro. Oh. <laughs> Lastro. <laughs> I forgot about that. And the members of the Tan Army. Uh, both armies are named after the usual colors of the toy army men. The game's storyline is somewhat dark, partly because of General Plastro's killings. <laughs> I don't remember it being dark, but okay. Uh, oh, yeah, there was a Dreamcast version. Oh, my God. Remember when Dreamcast was a thing? 
Yep. I never I never owned one myself, but I I remember playing like some of the old Sonic games and things like that on it back in the day. Uh, but that's my that's my one honorable mention. What do you got, my man, with your last set? So I got ten honorable mentions. I'm not gonna go through them in detail because first of all, I've never played any of these. Uh and second of all, there's ten of them. So we're just gonna I'm just gonna go through them really quickly here and then you know that'll be that. So my first honorable mention number one. I have this one on here because I never played it. And there's a sequel coming out. So I would love to I would love if they remade this first one so that I could replay it and then do the second one. But I haven't even said what it is. So Beyond Good and Evil. Ah. I've never played this game. And there's a second one coming out. I would love to I would love if they remade the first Beyond Good and Evil so that I could go back and replay it. Because I hear it's a pretty like a pretty good game. Uh it's a 2003 action adventure game by Ubisoft. Came out in the PS2, Xbox, GameCube era. Uh never played it. Uh it's just one of those ones that I missed out on. And uh the the sequel looks pretty good. I'm looking forward to that. But I really wish that they would remake this uh this one so that I could go back and uh and and just play it because I it's just one of those ones I missed out on, man. Yeah. For you know I was just too busy playing other things like fucking knights of the republic and the uh, galactic battlegrounds and smash bros and some of the, some of the other stuff that was out back then yeah yeah but yeah i'd, I'd love to i'd love to play this for the first I n- time i never played it either man because it, lo- it looks cool you know and the sequel looks pretty neat as well so i just i'd, I'd love to i'd love to try it out sometime especially if they remade it i, I know they'd make it look pretty dope Oh, right. Yeah. My next one, I'm going to try to go through these, through these quickly. Yeah. Next one that I have is Silent Hill. Uh, PS1 game, if I'm Here, not mistaken. It's a horror the, game. Uh, the original? Which, yeah, the original Silent Hill, PS, PlayStation 1. Uh, again, we were talking about this a little bit earlier with Pyramid Head coming to uh, Dead by Daylight. There's not a whole lot I could say on that because I have never played these games or watched the movie or anything. So I'd like to, uh, I'd like to play this because uh, apparently a lot of people like it. And <laughs> was enough to I'm make not... a mini sequel. Yeah, and then they have like a million sequels apparently. So I'd like to. I'd, it'd be cool if they remade this one, uh, just so I can go back and see what all the hype is for this Pyramid Head and you know just just this first game in general. Um, because I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I don't even know a whole lot about what this game is. I don't. I don't. Poison. I don't know a lot about Silent Hill either. Other than it's a horror game, I just have no idea like what the whole what the premise is or anything. So, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna talk too much about it. Other than it'd be cool if they remade it so that I could go back and play it. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, I have, uh. Prince of Persia and the Sands of Time. Oh, yes. I would like for them to remake this game so I could go back and play it as well. Because, um, like, I played, like, a little bit of this game, but, man, I I would like to, like, start it from the beginning, play it from beginning to end, just all of it. It's, it's it, it looks like a really fucking awesome game. And, and again, I play, like, little bits and pieces of it here and there, but I, I just, I love to, this is, like, one of those, like, classic games, man. And again, it came out in 2003. I was just, I just missed it because I was playing other stuff. But it'd be cool to, to, 
for them to remake this one. Because Ubisoft, you guys haven't touched Prince of Persia in a while. Yeah, they really If you're not going to make a new Prince of Persia game, then at least remake this one. Because uh, I'll play the shit out of it. And I know Josh would. And I'm sure plenty of other people would. So, come on, man. You got to do it. Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. Get on it. Get on it, Ubi. Put the vibes out there. Yeah. Uh, another one that I have is uh, Time Splitters. Time Splitters. Time Splitters. So if you guys, uh, I played, again, very little of this. But not, again, I have these on here because I would like to play through them uh, from start to finish. Because they seem like, like very interesting games. Time Splitters is an FPS uh, by Free Radical Design. It's often compared to Perfect Dark and GoldenEye. Uh, the game features a time traveling element, which enables players to battle in a, like you, you can basically like, you know, you go back in time and fight battles there. And then, you know, you, I think you can go to the future as well and fight That's some cool. battles there. So yeah, I, I, it, it, this would be a fun FPS if they like redid it nowadays, just to see yeah. how it would, just to see how it'd be. I mean, um, shit, man. In in the era where we're getting like the dooms, the new dooms, I'd love a new time splitter. Right? It'd be cool, man. I'd I'd be all for it, man. Although I've, I've never actually played it. I've played like very little. I did, that's why it's on here because I just the premise I, is cool like, as fuck, though. Yeah, it really is, man. Like I fucking and and it has kind of like a stylized, you know, like look, like it's more a little cartoony and comic book like than mm-hmm. than more realistic. So I would think of it kind of like a kind of like Borderlands esque, but like not really to that extent. But it's stylized, so it's not like super realistic looking or anything, you know. But uh, I mean, I mean, yeah, just bring back, bring do a remake of this game, if, since they're not making another one or whatever. Um, next up, I have Ape Escape. Oh, this is a uh, another PS One era game that is another game that i used to play a whole lot of on those demo discs that i mentioned earlier when i was talking about rat uh you know rad uh ape escape as you'd imagine is about uh little monkeys and apes and whatnot uh, i mean look look at this trailer man look at that ps1 controller jesus um so this is a 1999 this there's a lot of like 1999 like 2003 like all these like this time, this period of time, man. There's a lot of these games that like good year. Talking about. It's a good few years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. So yeah, I, I I'd be all for a, like another. I'd be all for a remake of, of the Ape Escape game, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I again, it's not one that I like. It's not one that I ever like played from start to finish. But I'd I'd be down if they like remade the first one, so I can go back and and play that. Cause I'd be I'd be for it, man. I mean, there's a again a PS1 game, and like I remember you playing as like this kid running around with like a net, and you gotta like capture these eight these little monkeys or whatever. And it was yeah, there's I don't a- know. It, it's yeah, like yeah, like I remember that like yeah, so so very clearly. It's he's got like a little lightsaber. I mean, it's not a lightsaber, but he's got like a little pot, like a little energy sword or whatever the fuck they call it. In here. And <laughs> it looks like, like it, it, looks, it looks neat, man. Like, like, like younger me, like for whatever reason, I didn't play this, but I mean, I should have, 
I mean, and and I would honestly, I wouldn't mind playing it nowadays. You know, like again, give give me that, give me that remake. I'll play it. Next up, I have Final Fantasy X, which this out of all the Final Fantasy games, this is the one that's the closest that I've ever come to playing. Uh, this game came out in two thousand one. I remember going to like an uncle's house and playing this game for like maybe 10 minutes on his, on his PS2. Mm-hmm. And I was like something about this game. Like I, I've never really been a final fantasy guy, but something about this game. I don't know why. Like I would, I, I'd, I'd play, I'd play this one. It's probably because of that, that like, you know, it's probably because of that, that like I played a little bit of it that I'd like be willing to go back and play the whole thing. Yeah, but yeah, I'm not like a. I'm, you guys know by now that I'm not a Final Fantasy guy. I want to play Final Fantasy VII because the remake because that looks fantastic. If they did the same thing that they did for that for Final Fantasy VII remake, that if they did that for this one, I'd be all over this one too. You know, because uh, yeah, I mean, out of all the Final Fantasy games, this is the one that I've come the closest to playing. So I don't know why something about this game like just I'm drawn to it for, for whatever reason. Yeah, I could see that happen. Actually. And uh and yeah, like I'm not really like super into like these like JRPGs or anything like that, but yeah, I don't know. Again, I'd uh I'd I'd play this one, man. I'd play it. So if they if they did a remake for this one, I'd get it. I'd I'd, I'd I'm I'm you know that's all I really have to say about it because I haven't You're really, in. Oh yeah. I haven't I haven't played it. I'm I'm in if they do it though. I'd probably play it. <laughs> Uh, next up is a game called, uh, Mercenaries, ah. uh, Playground of Destruction, which was, uh, an old LucasArts, uh, pandemic game, I believe. I never played this one. I don't know why I didn't. Um, but it's like an open world, uh, stealth destruction action i don't know it's i never played it but it always seemed cool to me and i just for whatever reason i just never played it man i don't know why being that i was so into lucasarts games because of star wars i don't know why i missed out on this one um but this game came out in 2005 i mean oh you know what 2005 i was too busy playing all the literally every other lucasarts star wars game that came out that year yeah 2005 was a big year for star wars games they had republic commando uh kotor 2 or actually, no, Quarter 2 was 04. Never mind. That's the Republic. No, 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 no. Rewind. Republic Commando, uh, Episode 3. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else, but oh, Lego Star Wars, a b- bunch of other stuff. So I was too busy playing those games, which is probably why I missed out on this uh-huh. one. But uh, yeah, man, I, I would, I never, I never, I never played this series, and I would, I would play it if um... they, if they ever did like a remaster or, or not a remaster, a remake. My bad. I know you don't watch Matt Colville, who is one of the people that te- has taught us uh, or taught me personally a lot of stuff about D and D. He owns uh-huh. uh, he owns MCDM, and they do D and D related stuff now. Although they want to expand out into other things, but he worked on Mercenaries, and I believe Mercenaries too. And he occasionally talks about it because he's a game developer uh, or a writer as well. I don't remember what he was on Mercenaries though. Um, off the top of my head, but he occasionally tells stories about when they were working on mercenaries and some of the things um, that they did and why. Cool. So the fact that you brought up mercenaries is actually really cool. 
yeah i mean it's just it's one of those games that i missed that i that i'd like be so down to play if they ever did a remake of it you know yeah i'd be so down to play this kind of game it kind of reminds me of like just cause and like oh, yes it, it, if it's just cause probably before all right i got three more so i'm gonna try to get through these real quick because i'll be honest i gotta go to the bathroom I'm trying, <laughs> trying to get through this i actually gotta go too <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna try to get through these quickly. Another one is Metal Gear Solid, the original MGS. Yeah, I have never played the Metal Gear series. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, whatever. Say what you want. There's a lot of games I haven't played, and don't tell me. Yeah, you, you listener, you don't tell me you haven't played a lot of games that are popular. All right. So <laughs> yeah, I haven't played. I haven't played Metal Gear Solid game. I, I was just. I don't know. It just came out of. When did this game even come out? Like 1990. The original. I'm talking about the original Metal Gear. 98. Yeah, no, man. I this was the game wasn't even on my radar. 98, dude. Yeah. I yeah. Just, yeah. I agree with you on this too. Actually, I would like to. Yeah. So if if they remade this game, I would go back and play it just to see what all the hype is about. Like why people love Kojima and like why Solid Snake is such a big deal and all that stuff. You know. Mm-hmm. So just playing it from the beginning, because I'm one of those types of guys that like I could play a game without having played the first one. But if I can, I prefer to start a series from the beginning. You know, I'm kind of a completionist in that way. Yeah, I got you. I'm the same way. Actually. So I yeah, if, if I could play a series from the beginning, I would. And this is just one of the ones, one of the series that I missed. So if I could if they did a remake, I'd play it. Uh, and then the the final two. Another one that I have here is uh, Chrono Trigger. Ah. Never played this one. Again, I'd like to, this one I have on here because I'd like to see what all the hype is about this game. Because mm-hmm. again, this is, one of, this is one of those games that people talk about like with so much hype and nostalgia, and like they love it, right? Chrono, what is what's the other one? Chrono. Uh, and I know it's a series. There's uh, Chrono Cross and Chrono Trigger. Chrono Chrono Cross, yeah, Chrono Cross. People love Chrono Cross and Chrono Trigger. So yeah, Chrono Trigger. I never played. It was just one of those games that just was not on my radar, like ever. Uh, so I'd like to, if they ever remake, if they ever remake it, or if they ever remade it, I'd like to, I'd like to uh, just try it out for the first time and see what it's all about. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and then the final one that I have on here is Bully. Bully. Rockstar game Bully. 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 I, I never, never played, played it myself, but I saw a playthrough of it on YouTube. And I'd like to see them do a remake so that I could play through it myself because it looks really neat. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much all that I got here. That's those are my honorable mentions. Right. I'd like to I'd like to play all those games if they remade them. Remake these games, people who have the power to do this, do them. We'll play them. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's our list, guys. Um, that's it, man. We're done. Uh, make sure to tweet at us and post in the Clockwork Cantina Discord on Daniel's server. Yep. Uh, what games you would want to re- uh, you would want remade like remade not not remastered but remade completely from the ground up um and let us know what you yeah. think of our list let us know if we gave you a game that maybe you hadn't seen before and are and are like oh i'm gonna check this out now even though it's old as shit and i want to oh, yeah. um but that's gonna do it for our show let's say our farewells daniel all right okay well Thank you guys for joining us today on this episode 40. Yes, 40. This is episode 40 of uh, the Clockwork Cantina. We are the big we hit the big 40. 
uh it's been it was a fun one i i always like these kinds of stuff where we like uh go go back into older things and bring them up like josh brought up some stuff that i'd never heard of like uh <laughs> like uh fucking uh myth the fallen lords and you know there's a few things like some of these older games it's just it's cool like looking back at stuff and being like man the nostalgia with some of these games that we have you know it's 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 fun to look back sometimes man um mm-hmm. but yeah for you people out there who have the power to make these things a reality do it damn it do it listen to us <laughs> yeah damn it we'll we'll, we'll 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 play these damn games if you make them uh but yeah and then to you out there watching thank you for watching on youtube or if you're watching live on twitch we appreciate you every week uh for watching these uh we have fun doing them uh josh and i have the next few of these planned out so we're you know it's, it's gonna be fun we got a lot of good stuff coming uh coming up no D tomorrow so I'm gonna probably gonna do another Animal Crossing stream. Uh, other than that, Monday I'm gonna try to continue some more Chimera Squad. Uh, and yeah, we'll see. We'll see here and there. I'm gonna try to get through Chimera Squad, and then uh, I'm gonna hopefully the next game, the next story game that I do after Chimera Squad is gonna be Marvel's Ultimate Alliance three. So stay tuned for that. I I want to I want to get to that uh, ASAP because um, I'm I, I want to play I want to play a good superhero beat 'em up game and uh, that's gonna be fun. Uh, but yeah, that's it for for this week, guys. Thank you again for for everything for all your support as always. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, until then, have a good one. Peace. All right, guys. Thank you for. F- for, for hanging out with us this evening, listening to our list. We appreciate you. Love you. Thank you very much. Uh, make sure to tweet your list at us or put them on the, in the Discord and let you know. I uh, see what you want remade. I want to know. I want to know. I want to know what you want, man. And and Daniel and I will put our heads together and we'll make it happen because we have that power. Um, apparently. Um, <laughs> uh, coming up, uh, we canceled D&D for tomorrow. We're going to take a personal day and just kind of... It was going to be a short game anyway and I was like, you know what? Um, we'll just go ahead and take, we were going to take it off anyway, and then I, I made the last minute decision not to, and then I've made the last minute decision again to be like, let's just take that day off, and that way I can plan out a longer, more, more, um, more fulfilling game than just, we're here for an hour to roleplay for an hour. I don't want to lock everybody up for that time. I want to give them some freedom, and, you know, have a, have a day to do some stuff that they want to do on a Sunday that they might not normally do as for the rest of the week i don't have any plans uh, i am still furloughed from my work so uh, keep an eye out i haven't streamed a game in a while uh i'm gonna take i'm not gonna take a break from wow but i'm gonna cut back on wow and probably play some other stuff and maybe i stream those things so um i'll let you know as as that happens also make sure to check out uh wave squad over on the blind wave youtube channel which is a DD star wars 5e game i run for the blind wave guys Go check that out. There's three episodes out now. There's episode four is up on their Patreon. And uh, a new episode should be dropping tomorrow, I believe. So uh, make sure to keep an eye out for that stuff. If if Star Wars or D&D, either one, or something that interests you. And you want to see my goofy face roleplay that squad of stormtroopers, wave squad, through uh, a bunch of clankers and and kill them. uh, You can do that. Go check it out. Um, other than that, that's going to do it all here from us this evening. Have a good rest of your day. Love each other. Take care of each other. And goodbye.